We're here on the 24th episode of the Indie Gold Podcast, and you know, due to some unfortunate, unfortunate circumstances, the homie Fast Caesar couldn't be on the episode. He caught the flu. I don't know what happened, but you know, he's he's Dominican, so he got some remedies and shit that had to deal with plot nose and fucking honey. So you know what it is. So I got a co-host. <laughs> so we got we got our yo homie. yo. So we got the homie Cheech Ortiz going to fill in. Not only filling in, but we got an interview with Cheech Ortiz at the end of this damn show. So you know what? Sit back and relax and enjoy the Indigo Podcast. Cue the instrumental. I got Bayonne, recording artist, rapper, dope lyricist, Cheech Ortiz, yeah. Cheech Ortiz in the motherfucking building today. We in the building, baby. Yeah. Was good. Was good, man. It was good with you, man. I, I, you know what, man? I was like, you know, when I was in the middle of writing this episode. I was like, damn, yo, what what, what episodes do I owe niggas? <laughs> 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 I was yeah. like, oh, ah. I was like, fuck it, man. Let's let's get like you know you've been. A, Yo, you've me been nothing. A, you gave me enough love. You know you you've been a big supporter of the show, man. And it's about time we got you on the show. I know I know I owe the same. Uh, no, I know I owe a lot of other people that same shit going on. But you know, at the end of the day, man, like you've been a big supporter of the show, and um, it's good to finally have you on the show, man. I appreciate that, God. Yeah, man. So, man, what's going on with you, man? I just been working, man. Just working, working, working. Got a whole bunch of new music, man. Just staying focused, staying out of trouble, staying blessed, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get into all that, man, at the end of the episode. So we're going to go straight into this motherfucker, man. Since, you know, you're an artist, man. What you what you feel about, you know, you know anything about this industry and how this shit works and all that? Yeah, man. I, I know a few, a little, a little something. I dabble. Yeah. So you know, know something about something, something about publishing? Oh, publishing, I mean, not too much, you feel me? More of like, I, I, all I know is I'm, I'm more of an indie artist. So, like, the whole label shit, I try to stay away from anyways, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. As far as, like, the publishing, I heard about the whole, I mean, I, I think I know where you're going with this with the Travis yeah. Scott, man. Uh, I, I'm um, sorry, I'm sorry. When do people start announcing that they, they got their fucking um, publishing taken by another company? Like, I, 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 know, I never heard of that before, and I've never heard nobody it's, it's, it's so not it's It's not, especially like I'm thinking all this time, like damn, Travis Scott wasn't under no publishing deal or nothing this whole time. Like this man's been ghostwriting for Kanye over these years, but we're gonna get into that kind of later. You know, he's been doing a lot of songwriting, making beats for people. He had a lot of body of work that's out, and this whole time, this man didn't have a, a worldwide publishing deal. This whole time, man, he's he's famous in a lot of areas. He's worldwide right now. He's on. I, I feel like he's one of the most honestly talented artists out right now. Most definitely. Yeah, you know, I feel I fuck like with Travis. You feel me? But his situation, as far as this publishing, there, like I feel like he, now he's just becoming a puppet. You know? Well, he he already looked like a puppet, man. All the all the imagery and weird shit that be in his videos and shit like that. But you know that that they gonna they gonna call that they gonna call that shit art at the end of the day, man. But I feel like 
this, man. Like, you know, for all, all the people who don't know what publishing is, publishing is pretty much if you have a composition, a body of work, and you know, you're supposed to get royalties off that comp off that work. Especially if you write music for somebody else, you're supposed to get money off of that. Whether it's through video gaming, through uh people movies shit for sporting events, movies, all that. You're supposed to get hit a check for that. So when you got Grand Hustle Universal Music Group in your in, in your publishing, you ways, and you know That's I don't right. know I, I don't know I don't know what, what they gave what type of like you know publishing deal they really gave the man. I hope it's good enough for for like the fact they had to announce. They they haven't announced it, but rumors are saying that he he signed away about I mean more than half whole entire catalog. <laughs> yeah, like whole entire catalog. That, that's not. You know I mean, to me, honestly, I think that was a dumb move. If, I feel like if he was indie, regardless, he gonna eat. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he does have that. He got the good music deal. Well, he's not with good. He's not with good music, actually. Oh, see, upon, he, he, I mean, he, that's what I believed. He he's with Grand Hustle, actually. He's with Ti's on. Yeah, he's with Grand Hustle. So so he just does Grand, a lot of work. I last last I heard Grand Hustle um. I know they had they had a major before behind them. And they had, T.I. Want, he, I think, T.I. was I asking for an outrageous scope. amount. Yeah, he well, was asking uh, no, for an outrageous amount. Well, no, T.I. was asking for about $6 million or some shit like that. I think it was. I, yeah. I, like I said, man, I think that was a dumb thing for him because at the end of the day, like, I, I don't know T.I.'s worth that much and he ain't selling that many records like that no more. Like, I, I feel like, like, scared because they know they ain't going to recoup that type of money. So, mm, yeah. Plus, plus at the, at that time, you know, it was more of a when 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 he was saying all that, the streaming wasn't going on, so it was more we can make it off these off these albums. If not, we're fucked. You know, yeah, like it, it exactly. was a real it was a real tough time for everybody in the industry around that time when Ti was doing that. So, yeah, man. So. You know, I, I hope I hope you know this this deal ain't no crazy shit, man. Like I hope you know he's getting some money out of this, and I hope you know it, it leads him to better opportunities and shit like that. But you know what? For the indie artists and all the other shit, man, y'all gotta like really do some research into publishing and how you get into these deals because these, these motherfuckers will rape your ass out here. So yeah, man. Hey, we gotta get paid for shows, streams. Yeah, one off each stream. I think no, nah, not 0.001. One dollar is like that, a little bit more than that. No, nah, that's what um, that's Spotify's. Oh, Spotify's man, I, I ain't looking at Spotify because you know now they now they hit over forty million subscribers. They went over um, Apple Music shit, which you know everybody thinks that's the big competitor and all that shit. They just have nice shit, you know. They got Drake and all these other motherfuckers that are over there, you know, making their shit hot. And they ain't making their own shit hot by themselves. You know, that's that's the thing. Like these niggas got their own platforms. They could make that shit hot make their own hot shit without having Apple behind them and shit like that. But I mean, they did what they had to do. I feel like it was a good marketing strategy. I feel like competitors wise though, Spotify and Apple Music, they in the they in a whole different they in a different category, you feel me? It's like comparing the, the the Lakers to the Utah Jazz. At the end of the day, the Jazz might be able to. I mean, pick up a good team now and do what they do. End of the day, though, you had. I mean, you, you got to think about the rings. We, Spotify doing their thing on their own. Like they never. They, they it's all free and they out here winning, 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 winning. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, and every other service is like you gotta pay for it though. Yeah, you gotta you pay for it. So yeah, but I, 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 me personally, I'm a, I, I use Spotify. I'm like fuck Apple Music. Oh, word. Now, I'm, now, if, 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 if Apple Music was to come for you, with you with a lot of money and say like you want to exclusively stream your album, now you wouldn't be feeling that way, wouldn't you? Nah, I, I, regardless of the situation, see, I. That's one thing. Money can't buy my loyalty. You know what I mean? At, at the end of the day, I'm loyal to my fans. Do you feel me? Right. So it's like, they, if the fans can't, if all my fans can't easily access my music, what's the point of doing it? Hmm. See, so artists, because I'm really tired of this whole streaming war where they have all these exclusive shits. To be honest, man, like I feel that shit's whack as hell. Like I've been wanting to listen to these niggas' album, but they be putting that shit on title. We gotta pay for that shit. So, you know, it is what it is, man. And I'm going to get off of that. And, yo, I saw to the Tupac movie, All Eyes on Me. Still not sold on it. But you know what? I love it. I know I know you love it. You you, you said uh, Antoine Fuqua made it, but I think uh, you got that messed up, man. Yeah, um, yeah. I, 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 did, I looked back into it. It did say Benny Boom. What it was was I said Fuqua because... Uh, when the film was first released, Fuqua was originally supposed to direct it. This was like three, four years ago when they first announced that All Eyes On Me was even going to happen. Yeah, when I when they first said they were going to do like the um the Tupac movie, they said it was going to have um uh John Singleton directed, but then he went away with because he trying to project the image of Tupac that wasn't real. Yeah, and I'm thinking I'm seeing the same shit. When it comes down to to this one, they gonna like really depict him as being more of a um a violent individual and somebody who was misguided in terms of not you know showing that he was a revolutionary. I hope they show that, you know maybe they, they may, I mean maybe they saving that part for that part for the movie and not trying to put all that shit all out on a trailer. That's yeah, a good thing. I, I like it because like the artistic value is cool. You know what I mean I I see I like where they're going with it. And I'm a, I'm a big Pac fan, you feel me? Anybody that knows me would tell you that themselves. I, I love Pac, you feel me? So, yeah. like, I, I like I like where they're going with it, but I see where you're going with, 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 with your point, too, because at no point was there any sayings of no no prison shankings that Pac was a, was, was a part of. And in the trailer, that's what they depicted him as, more of a goon than a leader. Yeah. That's why I'm not feeling it. Yeah, though. I mean, I, I get, I get where you're going with it. I, I think I'm just looking at it as more of a, uh, uh, the artistic value to it behind before the, um, the biopic itself. Yeah, to me, I just feel like the production value of it's kind of ass, man. Like, it looks so, it don't seem cinematic enough to be in the theater. It feels like it was shot on the Sci-Fi Channel lens. Like, it just, it don't, it don't seem right to me, and. I don't like the way uh, the tagline looks, all the all the promotional material that I've been seeing. I'm a mar- I'm a marketer, so I gotta really like look at things and how they're being marketed. Yeah, people are saying this shit's gonna be dope. People are liking it. That's cool, but just me looking at a, at a trained eye, I'm just like, this shit looks terrible as fuck. And I, I really hope it's gonna be dope. I'm gonna see it because I am a Tupac fan, and you know, I hope he's portrayed in the light that that needs to be shown to this new generation. And and the new generation is gonna want to know why we hold Tupac to a high regard. So I, I'm all for for you know this film coming out, but the whole thing I really give a damn about if he's portrayed in the right light. So you know, like, what, what about you, man? What's your expectations of this film, man? 
honestly, I I, I just want because Pac Pac for me, you feel me? Pac Pac changed my entire way of thinking. You feel me? Like being, I mean, at, at, at a young age, he he was already making me want to rap. You feel me? So when I listen to Pac now that I'm older and I've been through a lot of situations that he actually talk, I mean, talks about his music like. It's more of like they need to resemble that man right there, the guy that changed people's lives. You feel me? And how he did it, not like not not go so in depth on trying to portray like scenarios that only the people that was there is gonna be able to tell you what happened. You feel me? Right. Opposed to going like like on some TMZ shit, basically. Like we just watching a TMZ movie. That's 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 kind of like what I hope we don't have. I hope we don't have that type of shit neither. I feel Pac needs to be represented the right way. And, you know, when, when um, John Singleton said what he said about, like, you know, what they really want to do, that kind of threw a red flag to me. You know, I really felt like, you know what, I might not like... They, they want to blackball him. Uh, not they blackball him. Yeah, they blackball him, John Singleton, though. I, I think I think he's doing, like, TV right now. I'm not really sure what he's doing, but... Ooh, Singleton? I, I haven't heard too much about Singleton in, uh, recently in a few years, actually. Yeah, because he said some things about, uh, you know, black people need to make their own movies and not have these people pretty much, you know, fuck, like make the imagery that they make about black people. And I think that's, you know, that, that's always grounds for people to try to get you blackballed in this industry because, you know, no one doesn't want us to have any, want to have the minorities to have any control in the industry that's white dominated. So, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, but when he said that there was the studio wanted to like portray Tupac in a different in a, in a light that wasn't revolutionary or anything like that, that that was the biggest red light to me. So, cause you know Tupac don't deserve no shit like that. So no nah, deserves to get to, to get portrayed revolutionary like you saying. You feel me? That's that's what he need. He don't he don't need the the super thug shit. Like for example, like. I was about to like get get into the trailer and death more. One scene I I honestly didn't like, and I said I fucked with it. You feel me? Yeah. yeah but yeah. one scene I didn't like was like I said again, like the whole prison, like the whole prison shanking when he was on some. Uh, nah, that nigga gotta go. Like. Yeah. That I've never heard that tale. I've never heard nobody ever confess a story like that about Pop. Right. And right. I watched, and I watched Pop, I watched every Pop doc documentary. I watched his interview he did when he was in jail and shit. You feel me? So it's like. Where where was that at? How how y'all get that story? Well, they probably they probably like you know how they like to edit shit to make it feel like they have like you know like some type of bullshit going on. I think you know it's just the way they edited the trailer and shit like that. Like I got to see the scene from the movie. They did the, they showed the scene of um when he got killed. He got shot at um Quad Studios by like the assailants and shit. And oh yeah. They, they had um Mano playing the um stick up dude. So. <laughs> Yeah, man, like that, that shit was crazy as hell. I thought that shit was just wow. Like, I, like I said, I, I might, see, I'm, I'm gonna see the movie because I'm a Tupac fan. I'm gonna watch it regardless. Yeah, I'm a Tupac fan. I just, like I said, I want to see him portrayed in the right light. Like, when you know, when the NWA film came out, I was like, look, if we don't see no Vaseline in this fucking film, and if we don't see Dr. Dre beating up D Bonds, then this is just not legit. So, you know, we, yeah. they, they ended up not putting D Bones, not getting her ass beat by Dr. Dre. You know, Dr. Dre was a, was a woman beater back in the day. I mean, you know, it made him seem like a fucking hero on Street Out of Compton. And I was like, uh. yeah, they, they, they made him sound like they made him look like he was like a god in that, which is one they thing made, I didn't really like. They, 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 they made, they like, 
they made these guys look like superheroes in that movie. And I'm like, they had issues, nigga. Like, you know, Q, I, I know, you know, I know Q, like, you know, he was Trey right, but they made Dre seem like he's a saint. Yeah, yeah. Q Q was the only one that was actually portrayed to be like, you know what I mean? Like like how he really like how he really was. His story was more on point. It it but it kind of seemed like Cube had more to do with the movie in general. It didn't seem like more of an NWA film. I felt like it was more circulated around Cube's issue, which is what really started it true. That's but, true. But I felt like it, it it secluded everybody else to an extent. It gave them a certain amount of shine. Cube and Dre, that's that's the only motherfuckers that really got any shine because MC Rand didn't get no shine, you know what I mean? But I mean, he got his little his little way of uh of their, how they sto- told his story. But I feel like they could have told more about Easy. You know what I mean? I felt like they went in depth, and I still to this day don't I, I don't see how the man got AIDS like and died like the way he did. And he has all these kids out there and all these women he smashed. You know, Royal, and none of them got AIDS. None of them got AIDS. It's kind of the most weirdest shit ever. You know how he used to just get AIDS automatically, get diagnosed with it, and just die. It's just yeah, that's why honestly, I used to think Tiana Taylor was bad as hell, but that's Easy E's daughter, so I still won't smash. Tiana Taylor's not Easy E's daughter, bro. <laughs> I thought that was it. I was told. I was told that was Easy's daughter, bro. Who the fuck? Yo, you need better friends, yo. You fucked. You fucked yeah, up nah, bro. I swear to God, I was told that that's Easy's daughter. Ain't that on? No, 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 nigga. When she, because first time Tiana Taylor, I seen Tiana Taylor kind of like was on um on the MTV shit. Nah, yeah, I remember that shit. I remember the first joint she came out with was Gooey Baby or some shit like that. I was old as hell. I was young as hell on that shit. Yeah, hold up. I, I, we gotta, I gotta do my research on that real quick. Nah, I gotta. Tiana Till is not related. I, I think I know the entire, uh, mostly all the um, the siblings and all the people like that, that are related to Easy and Tiana Till is not one of them. And um, yeah, man, I felt like the Straight Outta Compton movie was, was just, it was inaccurate at certain points. And I just felt like they made Dr. Dre seem like he was a nice guy all the way straight through. Yeah, like he defended his brother and shit like that. But, you know, he he had a history. You know, he beat up women. You know, that's who he was, you know. And I felt like he should have put that, they should have been out of the director's cut so they can, like, you know, show, like, you know what? He progressed as a man, at least. And I feel like, you know, that's, that's what it should have been. You know, he progressed as a man. He did some dumb shit back in the day when he was a little-ass kid. Now he's, like, 50 years old right now. Things have kind of changed. Yeah, I'm, uh, I mean, the, that whole Easy e shit is, is real controversy, you feel me? That's just a whole... That's getting yeah. into a whole nother, like, a whole nother story with Easy. Like, that was crazy. Yeah, like, when they, uh, when Shug Knight beat him up to get, um... Yeah, that, and, 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 and then, once, once everybody seen that scene, that's when the whole, uh... Oh, Shug Knight injected my uh, injected Easy with with AIDS shit like. And not only that, I think wasn't he on Jimmy Kimmel or some shit like that, and he fucking said some shit like, you know, you got this new thing, you know, you inject AIDS into somebody, some shit like that. I was like, yeah, he did say that. He did. He did say that too. But he also did say Tupac was alive. So. Yeah, and of course he he had like rumors saying that Tupac was gay. If you go on like any of these old Howard Stern shows on on YouTube, you talk about Dr. Dre being gay or some shit like that, and all uh, he hiding his masculinity, the other beating up women and shit like that. Yeah, that's deep. That's deep into the fucking industry. That's that 
can you know how the conspiracy go, you know what I mean, and make it and shit. No, yeah, that, that shit weird as hell. But you know, I got respect for Dr. Dre. I know um Caesar got respect for Dr. Dre, but you know Oh yeah, I love I, I love Dre. So I mean if it wasn't for Dre, we wouldn't be where we are kind of you know, at the end of the day, it's all rumors. I don't, I don't believe in everything that Suge Knight says. Cause I'm tired of everybody calling me Suge Knight. But, um, yeah, man. But um, we're going to get out of that, man. And, um, yo, man, have you, you've been using, sound, you were using SoundCloud, you know, for your, your project. You had the Eagle Trip and it came out. It kind of did some good numbers, man. Like, it looks like it's very good. But, um, you know, a lot of people, I think from last season, I actually went in on SoundCloud last season, and you know what? This shit has gotten worse. <laughs> and I feel like, yo, like, this season of the podcast has kind of been underperforming. And I, like I said, we, we like to be transparent around here. We like to tell the truth around here. And, you know, and, we, and even if it's about the shit that's going on in the world and even shit that's going on within this organization, I feel like this, you know, Look, I got rid of SoundCloud groups, which was like a tool for all the people who were, you know, an up-and-coming artists or up-and-coming podcasters and stuff like that. And they get to post all their podcasts, music, in groups so they can listen to it. It's almost like, you know, how there's Facebook groups for music. And all I feel like, you know, anybody who posts their music in Facebook groups, they're wasting their fucking time. But when we were doing that shit with uh, the podcast and our music, our numbers went up really great, and now, as far as far, I, honestly, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the crates. You feel me? Yeah. Oh man, thanks, man. And I, I'm, I love the crates. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And like, and that, and you know, the success of crates, man, came from you know SoundCloud groups, and of course, you know, producers understanding that if we work together and we promote projects together, it's going to be a successful project. And um. You know, when SoundCloud groups went off uh, offline, and I think it was August 22nd, uh, that was eight days before Crates 2 came out. And not going to lie, Crates 2 underperformed, and that, that was reasonably so because of the fact that we were The SoundCloud groups. SoundCloud groups is not there no more. Yeah. And they said they wanted to get rid of SoundCloud groups so they could what's it called, make room for newer features. But I just felt like, you know, if y'all was going to make room for newer features, y'all could have kept groups there for a while until you had the newer feature to roll out. Now you got to go along for a couple of weeks and almost a couple of months that there's no nothing yeah. helping these independent artists out. And I know y'all been bought out by Warner Brothers. I know y'all been bought out by a lot of these companies that are, like, major. And, they, they, you know, and I, and I already heard about SoundCloud being a place where these record labels go to to steal ideas from from starving artists and give it to people in the industry. I've been hearing that shit for years. But um, when you just have you're taking away the tools for independent artists, independent uh, podcasters that don't have no podcast. Um, yeah, that's true because them, that's just back to me. Yeah, I, I I fully agree with you because like if you look at my earlier music on SoundCloud, you know when when the groups was around and I would release my views, yeah. my, my view ratio. My view ratio would be, you know, what I mean, I, I would get more plays, I would get more likes, I would get more, more in general, more people was listening to it, more independent artists was contacting me through the messages, wanting to, I mean, wanting uh, to network and everything, just, just even, even, and so it was just a simple conversation of, yo, I like your music, where you from? Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, you know so. what I mean, and and that was more, more do so to the groups because 
I was a part of a few groups on 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 the on the SoundCloud in general. Yeah. And now that that shit's gone, it's like how like how because like like everybody always says how you how are you gonna distribute your music? Where are you gonna distribute it to? You need a mass appeal, and where is it gonna go? Just your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram, or your Snapchat? Yeah, I mean that's 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 a broad market because at the end of the day, I mean I, I mean not a broad market, it's a real it's a real minuscule market because at the end of the day, it's like the same people I have on my Instagram is probably the same people I have on my Snapchat. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, when, you know, Instagram released Instagram stories, I thought it was a godsend because, you know, my, my Snapchat ain't really shit, to be honest. Yeah. Like, you know, I only got my friends and shit on my Snapchat and some random porn stars and shit. But, um, <laughs> against all that. But, um, <laughs> But Instagram uh, stories came out. I got about almost nineteen thousand followers on on, um, on Instagram. So those nineteen thousand followers are getting to see what I'm posting. So that's the best shit in the world that Instagram stories was made. And that's why I probably don't use on um, Snapchat no more because I'm trying to market. You know, that's that's why I'm using the shit for. So you know, that's you got the followers for you. Got that base already on your Instagram. So why? Yeah, I mean, when, when when they give you when they give you that new feature, like I personally don't use the uh, the Instagram feature. And I have a lot of followers. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. Well, not that many. You know I mean, I don't got the nineteen thousand like you. Shit, you little. Well, no, not, not, not nineteen thousand. One one thousand nine hundred. One thousand nine. Oh, the nineteen hundred. Yeah, nineteen hundred at least. See, see, I, right, I, I'm, a, I'm around there, around, around that type of area. You feel me too? Yeah. But for some reason, it's like I feel I get more of a response on certain social networks, like when it comes down to my music, opposed to the like Instagram. I like I really don't get too much of a of of, of, a, of a response on that for for some reason when it comes down to music. But as far as like social, like uh, like the Facebook and shit, I get love on Facebook. I get more love for my music on Facebook than I will on Instagram for some reason. Like. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know what, man? And it's also But that 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 SoundCloud shit, man. It's fu- it's fucking it's fu- it's fucking the whole shit up for the indie, for the indie niggas. Like I think the indie niggas like that was SoundCloud was always for the indie niggas, not even came for the mainstream. And you know what when you know like how you see like there's like sponsored posts and shit like that. I've been trying to get I've been trying to get on that type of wave and I was just trying to be like, yo, like how how can I get onto that? And I, I read up on some things and I, I tried to like, you know, uh contact them. And they never gave me back, came con- you know, contacted me. And then um Elevator magazine made a partnership with this um thing called Repost Media and they have like this thing that they, they help you with they put your music out. And I told um that season to go ahead. I want you to sign up more and see what, what they're gonna tell you because you know you got the music, you got everything going on. And the first thing they say they denied him and they said that you need to at least have seven thousand views on all your songs. Oh, and I'm just I was like, What? Ain't that y'all job to help that out? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and, and I'm just sitting here like, you know, it is what it is, man. Like the, the way this industry works, man, is bullshit at the end of the day. A lot of, you have all these, like, whack-ass rappers making it, and a lot of these rappers that really put time into the craft and what they do are, like, being left at the wayside, and I think, and everybody likes to say this, this argument about, 
oh, you know, it's, maybe it's because hot. No, y'all made it this way. Y'all made it harder for these great artists to come in because y'all 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 focus on what's hot right now instead of focusing on what's great because it'll be great in the future. And that's always been my issue with this industry these days. They always focus on what's hot in the moment see, and never focusing on the future. Fessy, I'm pretty sure if see then if if Caesar was on the joint right now, he 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 would co-sign this right now. Break it down DVD that came out a few years ago. <laughs> and it's it, it's crazy how it, this relates specifically to what you're saying. It's called Chosen Few, you feel me? I'm I'm Puerto Rican, so I had to watch that shit. You know what I mean? It was but um one of the things that the producer, the the, uh, the narrator of the whole shit, Boy Wonder was saying was it's not about making a hit, it's about making a classic. And I feel like the industry has completely went away from that. Oh, you think so? Of course. That shit is done. We got only people in the ma- only people in the motherfucking in the um underground trying to make classics out here and trying to make good product. We don't like people don't like to make good product no more, man. Everybody else likes to make music that doesn't last. It doesn't last after a while. That's why you know people have a short attention span. No one's satisfied with the music that's given to them. They want more already. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's how that's how bad it's gotten because people are not putting are not putting out product they're putting on just music and that's it and a lot of these people i understand you know this is a way to get let people live and all types of other stuff you know put food and you know fry food for the family and whatever get their mothers homes and shit like that but nigga like i'm sorry man like this shit is like killing the game and it's always only happening in hip-hop i just don't get it like we don't never have to have these conversations in rock music Jazz music, none of that shit. It's always in hip hop that we always have to have this sort of conversation. That's true because you know one 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 thing I always hear from, let's say, the new generation. Because me, I mean, everybody could tell. Like I'm, a, I'm a young nigga with an old soul. You get what I'm saying? It's a big difference when it comes to me. Like I grew up around a whole bunch of OGs and old heads. You know what I mean? Everybody just, I mean, schooled me more to the uh to to the genre, to the love of the culture than anything else before. You know what I mean, before anything else. Period. Um, I feel as though like. They just, it's so it's so accessible for them. You feel me? It's so accessible for them to do this. Yes. They they we come from a culture where we had to wait. We had to we had, we we come from a time where we had to wait for these CDs. Like we used to walk around with Walkmans on these buses trying to hold these shit still just so we could listen to this great song. You know what I'm saying? Like we 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 actually enjoyed the music more than they that more like they could just get it anywhere at any time and do anything with it. You know what I'm saying? Like they could put out hundred songs today. Because yeah. Pro Tools is so accessible for them. Mixcraft, there's all these other programs. They can just release Pro- a thousand songs. Pro Tools so- is now free. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you can get a free trial. <laughs> you don't you 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 don't you don't know uh no longer need the iLock for half these uh for half the computers if you know how to even I mean crack around it. So it's like <laughs> it's it's accessible for them. We we come from a time where we actually had to like we worked, we had to network to be able to get in the studio. Now anybody can get a studio, some studio time, or even build their own studio. Exactly. And if you're known and I mean you're known popular in the streets somewhere, yeah, they're gonna yeah, I mean they're gonna listen to your shit. But back in the day, it was like, nigga, what are you saying? Yeah, man. What like yeah, 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 you might be cool, you might be a cool guy, but what do you have to say if you're rapping? Yeah, people feel like they don't gotta do that shit no more. They don't have to say nothing that's that's worth worthwhile or any substance and shit like that. And I feel like that's why 
like I, I'm never gonna say that the game is changing. Like that's that's no, it's just the game. It's devolving. It's devolving, and it's really going terrible at this point. And I think it's because we're, like I said, we're focused on what's cool instead of focusing on what what's going to last. What's going to last? Like these niggas going to last. I feel like designers not going to last for another two years. I mean, I, I I personally feel as though he already fucked his whole chance up. You know, you know, once hip hop police is looking at you, your career might just be over. Uh, well, you know, at the end of the day, like they didn't have, they, they didn't find a gun on him or nothing crazy like that. He just he needs to stop making gun sounds every time he walks in, in the streets of New York. That's his fucking his fucking problem. He has fucking issues. I don't want to say he retarded, but he might be retarded. But he might be. <laughs> they, I, I remember, I remember when he got locked up. I seen, I seen somebody tweet. He need to get saying in fifteen years in English and literature. <laughs> yo, I'm like, he's like the type of nigga I was afraid to have a conversation with. I might choke him the fuck out. I'm like, yo, you don't talk in English, I will beat your ass. You're fucking that's, 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 a nigga, that's a nigga you, you leave your house just so he can leave your house too. Oh my God. <laughs> I saw that shit, the other shit you said. But yeah, man. But yeah, man. Like, yo, like these rappers, man, these new rappers are not going to last. Like, Damn, even Lil Uzi Versus get beats up at the shows. Like, you know, it's funny as hell. Like, but I'm just like, yo. When it comes down to the SoundCloud shit, y'all taking tools away from independent people who are trying to make their way into this industry. And um And they have low budgets. And have no budgets and everything that in groups was a lifeline. And the fact that you're not giving no opportunities for people to do advertising or any type of other shit, which I think would be a great idea, and actually, you know, SoundCloud been kind of like on the on the brink of like you know shutting down for years, and I'm just sitting here like, what could what could really happen? They should actually have it that artists pay for ad space or for sponsoring posts, but they haven't gotten that far yet. Yeah, I'm I like I feel like with the opera you have to give them the opportunity and I feel like like you said, the whole SoundCloud taking the groups away is 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 taking the, that opportunity away from the artists to even reach the potential. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like this. I pay SoundCloud fifteen dollars a fucking month and I feel like my, my fucking money ain't being stretched good enough. Yeah, I'm paying I did for, it. I paid I did I'm, the same shit. I pay, I'm paying $15 a month year for, like, you know, unlimited space and all the, you know, the tracking and shit like that. But also, I pay the $15 so I could be able to post my shit to 75 fucking groups. Yeah, but now you can't, like, like at first, I honestly, I paid because I wanted to track my listeners, you feel me? Exactly. And, all right, once I started tracking my listeners, I started seeing Germany, Switzerland, Ukraine. Right. I ain't know a goddamn motherfucker from Germany, fucking Switzerland, or the motherfucking. You know what I mean, I don't know a goddamn motherfucker over there. I feel like like SoundCloud bamboozled me. Exactly, but um, also what I like about it is that they actually do tell you who actually. This is why I hate this industry. I, I really hate like you know mingling with Jersey City artists or drinking with people from Jersey City, and they tell me like, yeah, I, I checked out your shit, and I'd be like. I look at the fucking stats and I see who actually checks it out because it actually tells you the person who checked your shit out. And I'll be like, you're a fucking liar. 
<laughs> you bunch of assholes. Like, y'all yeah. You know? Like, y'all yo, don't want to be a part. Yo, be real, nigga. Like, I would like to say, nah, I never check this shit out, but I want to check it out one day. Like, like say some shit like that, or, you know, say, fuck you, nigga. I don't want to check this shit out. I, I would love for people to be a little bit more honest with each other, man. It should be, that should be great. And oh, yeah, we would have, we, we would have so many suck ass rappers right now if everybody was just honest with each other. Yeah, exactly, man. And it's no, it sucks to be honest in this industry because everybody like says honesty with being being a hater. You know, this shit is kind of ass. But then the day, man, like SoundCloud, I pay fifteen dollars a damn month. I think you know, Cheech, you still paying fifteen a month? Nah, I ain't paying that shit no more. Fuck the niggas. <laughs> you know what? I, like man? I, I stopped, I stopped paying them about two, three months ago. I said, you know what? Fuck y'all. I'm not, I'm not paying no more because. Like I said, it's like, yeah, I was, I, I started originally paying for me to track my views and everything. You know what I mean? Track my plays, see where they're coming from so I could target Friend money. Those you know? people and, yes. And, and, you know what I mean? Reel them in and, and find a way for me to be able to start booking shows over there since that's where my fan base allegedly is. You know, maybe it would be possible, but transitioning into my Twitter followers. When when I when I tweet something, the people that's retweeting it are from Jersey, or New York, exactly. or, or or Philly. Then it's it's not somebody from the Ukraine. I know. Yeah, you know I mean, so it, I feel, I feel like they they lied to me. So I was like, you know what, fuck them. Like that's why I like when I released my next when I released the next Eagle Trip and originally with the first Eagle Trip and I was I was upset that I I, I released it on so on such show notice. I didn't have the time to go the 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 uh, audio Mac or the spin reload. You know what I mean? I just went the easy route and just went SoundCloud. Yeah. Like, you know, I, like we, we do our thing these days. We try to, like, to put it on every platform that's convenient for, like, the listener. Like, we got the band camp. We do do um, SoundCloud, that Piff every now and then. Like, you know, that Piff ain't really shit to us. They really don't, they, we really don't do no good numbers over that Piff unless we, like, buy fucking listens and shit. So, so by, yeah, by listeners or you gotta even half the time if you do the countdown, what you gonna you gonna what average out a good ten thousand your first week and then it dies out. You know what I mean? Exactly. So you know, you know, we're better off doing the whole band camp thing. And you know, like if you drop like about a year's worth of music, you're gonna drop the whole the whole year worth of music on um on, on BitTorrent for free for people who know how to use BitTorrent. You know, yes, I, I fuck with BitTorrent. Yeah, so you know we had like the year one going there music group on BitTorrent, 200, 200 fucking downloads already. I'm happy about that shit. It was something, it was something new and different. You know, I wanted to try, I wanted to try it out and see how it worked. And, you know, and that's where it really, that's where I feel like that's where it matters the most. Uh, the downloads. If, yeah. if you're not, if you're not getting the downloads, what do you like? I feel like sometimes like I, I didn't accomplish enough by not getting, by not reaching my my, my quota on my downloads, because. If you if you have a classic, you have a, like such good music, you want the people to be like, yo, I need to wake up this morning while I'm getting ready for work, or I'm about to go take a shit, or I'm about to go take a shower, whatever. <laughs> I'm ro- I'm rolling up. Don't don't matter what the fuck you about to do. You feel me? You want the motherfuckers to be like, yo, I want to listen to this song. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's how you know you really made a classic, and and that's how like people going want to download that. They are going to ask you, yo, where's the download link? How can I download it? How can I put this on my phone? How can I do that? You know I mean, they want to really? do that and. I feel like nigga, like if, if we not if we're not getting downloads, like like you said, the BitTorrent, you making that shit pop like that. Yeah, like you keep know, going, keep going through the BitTorrent. Fuck all these other markets. And at that, we have to open up our own market too. Like artists sometimes I feel like they rely on 
Facebook or like the SoundCloud, like like you said, like like we was kind of relying a lot on getting our our our, our plays off of the groups. I feel like those too. You know what's crazy is that I I do rely on that, and I rely on these blogs too. But sometimes blogs are too fucking picky, or they don't even check your shit out. And let's just be like, you know what, man? Like, I got, we got, we got to make do with the tools that we got, you know? Like, and then you're taking these tools away, then we ain't got nothing to help to bring the shit out. So, you That's know, facts. yeah, but you know what? We're going to get away from that. Uh, you know, and, you know, with all the shit that's going on with, the, you know, the disrespect from these new generations of hip hop and all that other stuff shit. I think De La Soul be getting number one album in America is a proof that you know the golden era, golden era in um in music still sells, it's, still sells. Because but De La Soul is De La Soul. You feel me? Like and they haven't dropped the album. Cats, in over, they, yeah, they, they haven't dropped the like, album. Young cats aren't. Yeah, young cats aren't gonna respect that. You feel me? You have to come from, like you said, the golden era of hip-hop, the golden era of music in general, where hip-hop yeah. and R&B can coincide on some, like Method Man and, and Mary J. They have a classic that'll live on for another 50, probably 60 years. You feel me? Yeah. One day that's going to one day that's gonna be our grandkids, grandkids, grandkids fucking doo-wop type of music, how we listen to doo-wop now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what's so crazy about the whole thing is that I think De La Soul does have young fans, but they're not black fans, and I find that kind of it, it always is like that. For a lot of these I can't say that. See, I can't. I can't say that because, like, all right, at a point I was living, I was living on Atlantic Street in the hill. You feel me? Right. And a lot of times when I'm going to work, I see these, you know, the the African Americans, blacks. You know what I mean? I personally, I I, I generally don't like that categorize anybody anybody by race. I everything everybody's a human. Just to throw that yeah. out there, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't, like, you ask me, yo, what are you? I'm a human. I, I'm not Puerto Rican or anything, but that's besides the point. Anyways, so, I, like, I'll see these. I'll see them, and it's 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. They're getting ready to work. Suits and ties, they listening to De La Soul in the morning. They listening Word. to KRS. They listening to Rock Cam. They listen, you know what I mean? They listening to Ghostface. They listening to Woo. Shit, I know some. I, I still know people of that I mean of that sort of lifestyle I can't say even race or culture you know what I mean because you like you might be you might have grown up in the hood but that's yeah. not what you listen to <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I know people like that I know people that grew up in the hood and listen to rock music they listen to the Slipknot and shit and, 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 and they black you see my side with a bandana on I mean throwing, throwing up gang songs but they listen to Slipknot at home I gotta find them white. I'm gonna find them black people. <laughs> I, I sit. I I know a few. You get what I'm saying? So it's it's, Word. it's so it's. I mean, it's like De La Soul. I can't categorize his fans as only old fans or let's just be frank with it. You know, white fans. I can't categorize this as that. I just get categorized as people that like good music that matters that has a well, subs that has well, substance you, substance rap. Well, you gotta understand, like. uh our, you know, black people ain't buying music no more. You know, they 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 they're kind of like fucked by streaming. Music. We streaming everything. People, people, people are streaming, and, and I think, and they they say like you know the Caucasian, the white people are more of the collectors. They like to buy the vinyl. They like to buy the, you know, like they had like cassette tapes for like you know for for like you know collection. They'll buy that shit. They're more of the mm -hmm. buyers than more than anything. That's why they're the number one consumer, and that's why you start to see that you know 
a lot of the rap from white rappers that are being marketed towards the white crowd. They're trying to market towards them because I think people are tired of seeing black rapper posters in, in their children's homes and they're getting really tired of that shit. So they find a way to infiltrate rap the way they're doing it. But you know, at the end of the day, man, like we're going to get like, you know, into something that's almost in similar fashion in the, in the next uh, act of the episode. But um, when it comes down to this, man, this is the first album over a decade. This is the first De La Soul album to end up on streaming sites and digital format. See, I'm going to be honest. I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah. But this is like the first, this is is the first it, ever is, De La album, man. I can't say it's great. It's good. It's different. They did not use no sampling in this project. I think people should check it out and see how they feel about it. You know, it's, it's different. It's very. What do you rate it? What 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 do you rate it in the let's Let's say the two thousand sixteen album list. Uh to me for now, like I gotta really listen to it over again because you know I was listening to uh, Isaiah Rashad's album and I wasn't really like feeling it at first because it was too it was too slow. And then, Shad, when I, but that, but I feel like that Shaw's sound, like Shaw was gonna go, Shaw was gonna go do that anyways. And no, nah, no, not I, um, Sean Big Sean, I mean Isaiah. No, nah, no, nah, yeah, I said, I said, yeah, Isaiah Rashad. I, I, I like to call, yeah. I like to shorten people's names for some reason. I, I like to feel more connected to them, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I, I give him, I give him my own nickname, like it's like Big Sean. I like, I, li I like to call Big Sean Big because of the fact I didn't get I, one. I'm not a really big, huge Biggie fan. I feel like he was gas. So I give the wow. I give the B.I.G. title to Big Sean more than anything. Don't, don't go to Brooklyn. <laughs> That's all I can say. Don't go to Brooklyn and don't say that. I'm chilling Flatbush. <laughs> oh God, they, I don't know if, if Flatbush are really. I'm honest, but nah, I'm, I'm I'm honest. Nah, they they are not too too too. They don't care too much because you know a lot of them is Crip homies. So. They they like to be around the West Side homies like oh that's probably why man but so, um, yeah that uh, that's why I think I get away with it <laughs> but but when it comes down to like you know like the album I gotta listen to it over again like sometimes I be getting sidetracked while I'm listening to the record it's, some of the tracks sound dope as hell it sounds like it's, it's like a lot of live instrumentation you know because you know if nobody doesn't know I think about three four five years ago um, De La Soul gave the entire catalog out for free. And I I had the liberty of buying, of getting the entire catalog for free because I'm a, I'm a huge fan. And what people don't understand is that when sampling came to hip hop, there were no laws behind it. And yeah. then when people started forming these laws, a lot of things got fucked up in the process for a lot of people. So they lost so none of the day, from everything from. Three Feet High and Rising, Boo Home Mind State, De La Soul is Dead, all their albums leading up to this one. Like, this one's the first one to end up on streaming in digital formats. All the other albums that they had from the beginning of their career until... Uh, they've been, they, they've been released on some... Uh, they were all they were digital. They, yeah, they weren't digital. They, no, they can't, no, they can't be digital at all. You can't you can't find a De La Soul record on iTunes. You can't find a De La Soul record on on um Spotify. And See, and that's and that's sad because it's, if they do if they did that to De La Soul, why didn't they do that to KRS? Why didn't they do that to Public Enemy? All yeah, the records yeah. sample. All of them. They was like, all there. They was all unoriginal. Well, I can't say unoriginal because you know they, rap they, use, sample. Yeah, rap. they use they they use samples. They use samples. They use samples. Yeah. 
Yeah, so you know, like at the end of the day, like I feel as if like this, man, like they lost soul man has a dope library. If you're able to get that library, you go and get that shit. My personal favorite album, yeah, of course, Three for High and Rising, yeah, it's cool. But Bull Home Mind State is a very underrated, dope ass album. Like it felt more boom bapish and more more like they was just spitting on that shit. I did. Stakes are high is dope. And um uh, the one with Rock Cocaine flow, MF Doom, I forgot what the album is. The graphic was called The Grind Date. That style was dope as hell, too. But I want you all to understand, man, like, the sampling shit is fucked up. Like, you know, you know how people get into these damn, like, uh, these damn lawsuits is fucking crazy. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, um, who was so Actually, Big Sean had to remove um, Control, for example. Control wasn't able to be on his album. Well, of course. That's why it came out as a... Uh, uh, as a, a single. But, off, but it was all Not a single. It a wasn't sampling. a single. But yeah, it wasn't a single. It wasn't on the album. It was just a song for promo. Yeah, it was. It was for more. Yeah, it was. Purposes it was promotional purposes only. Exactly. But he wanted. He actually wanted that to be a part of. Uh, I believe it was Dark Sky Paradise at the time. Uh, I think that was around that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I believe. I believe it was Dark Sky around that same time. So he wanted that to to, to be a part of the album and shit. But um. Sampling purposes again, like we're like we're saying, is is they're killing a lot. I, I feel as though, like back in the day, we can take a sample and 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 just and make it our own, loop it. And if you really think about it, half the motherfuckers that's listening to this shit now don't even know where that sample's from. Like Tory no, Lanez went, like Tory Lanez when he did say it, he said mm. it himself at his interview. He never heard the original song for that. All he knows is that he took it, he had the sample for it. Get the fuck out of here. This is why I can't respect that nigga. I can't see I, see oh see you can't say that to me. I'm a Lane's fan. I've been I've been, I've been listening to Lane's uh, since um let's see uh, I got I got I got I got listen to his old shit because I, I told you record I kind of don't like the record. I don't like the record that much. Oh, nah, like nah. you know, I I I listened to it. I listened to it at a time when I already the people already had like you know the, the hype built around him, and I was like, all right, let me yeah, try. Yeah. Let, me, let me hear this nigga's album. See, I, I like I like Toronto rappers though because all right, put it like this: when Drake came out, everybody was like, oh, what rappers do you know from Chicago that are? I mean, from Toronto that are actually nice. So uh, one day Cardinal came official Cardinal uh, official. Uh, yeah. Not not much, not much. Never mind. I'm not even gonna get into it. See, I see. I'm a, I'm gonna tell you right now. There's two artists that's from um Toronto that I could actually say three that I actually fuck with from the not even just Toronto, Canada in general. Right. There's the sixth letter. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Never. Raz <laughs> Fresco. Uh huh. And Tory Lanez. You know, I'm, I'm gonna throw in another nigga. I like Jazz Cartier. I hope he's from Toronto. I hope Jazz, I'm Toronto. I, I don't know if Jazz Cartier. I, I can't quote. I can't quote if he's Toronto. If he's from Toronto, or he's from. But like, if I, Canada. If, yeah, or any, or any, just anywhere from there in general, because you know Drake, Drake for a good year, he said he was from Tennessee. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you saying he's from Texas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then he from Texas <laughs> and. He, Houston, Atlanta, yeah, Vegas. I don't, I don't fucking know. But back to this notice they lost soul shit. You know, they you know this whole thing started as a Kickstarter project. They wanted to raise about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. They ended up raising over six hundred thousand. So they was able to make what they need to make, and you know the project's out. 
it's it's a good listen. You check it out. You know, I'm still I'm still you know trying to get my grade on it right now. You know, like I said, I get sidetracked really easily when I'm like listening to music these days. Like it takes me time. Like I'm about to listen to this Usher album when I get off this podcast and see how that shit is. And um, we're gonna get into shit. I I didn't know Usher dropped an album. See, no one. See, this is a bullshit ass marketing. I swear, the marketing is trash these days. Everybody think they want to be like Beyonce and shit and drop an album out of nowhere. And if you're like, this shit don't work. Yeah, and um, to keep it a hundred, Usher's music hasn't been the same since Confessions. <laughs> Damn. I, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I'm not no, the wait, biggest fan. Wait, wait, wait. Mo- mo- the moving mountains was the moving mountain shit around that time. That was cool. You know, I'm. A, like I, I'm a fan of music. I, I listen to the Platters to this day. I listen to Dion and the Belmonts from the '50s and the '60s. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I also still listen to Nickelback. I'll go listen to some old Nickel Park. Uh, oh God, you, was, you, listen, Park. You, listen, you, you listen to Nickelback? I listen, bro. I listen to music. A, I was just listening to Nickelback. Ain't they the worst band in the planet? <laughs> nah, Nickelback has uh, their early music was high. You know, it was. I feel like I feel like they had a few good. Uh, it was more. It was relatable, you know what I mean? Because at that, because when they first came up and they first released, there were nobodies. They they had n- nothing but a good voice and good music. No money. They they were they were regular, just broke motherfuckers, just like us. So I'd rather listen to somebody like that that didn't come from a silver spoon. You know what I'm saying? Word, yo. So we're gonna get into this Kid Cudi situation. Oh man, I was waiting for this one. Look, yo, for everybody who knows, Kid Cudi went off on the industry, said that, you know what, these niggas don't, don't give a fuck about me. Why? How can you put yourself in the conversation of being the best rapper, top five, whatever, but you got well, 30. You got 30 niggas writing for you. Exactly. And I, 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 like, you know, this shit is public record. This has been, like, put out so many times, like, how many people have written for Kanye from Consequence, GLC, uh, Rhyme Fest, Shaha the Prince, Travis Scott wrote the entire 808s and Heartbreak. Uh, you know, it's 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 been documented already that Kanye doesn't write all his music. I know he was. Pa- uh, what what was it, Pablo? The life. What what was life, the last album he dropped? Life of Pablo. Life of Pablo. See, I, I'm a listen. I like I like Kanye. Yeah, yeah. That's his worst album. Really? <laughs> I actually like that album. I don't listen to it all the time, but I, I, I would listen to Yeezus more before I listen to that. Yo, a lot of people hate that. I remember when I first heard that record, I was like, get the fuck out of here. This See, is trash. I like, like then, Yeezus because of the fact that, like I said, I listen. I don't just listen to rap music. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I, I, I like to be around all sorts and uh, so all sorts of people. I like every genre. It doesn't matter what the genre is. What you rapping about? I mean, what you rapping about? Singing about? Talking about? I don't care what the genre is. You can be country. You can be motherfucking blues. You can play a whole guitar session for your whole entire song and say it's a song. To me, I felt like he stole a sound, and he tried to make say that it was his. Like I, I heard a lot he, of like. I heard a lot. Of, I heard. I heard a lot of death grips in that whole entire Yeezus album. I heard like, like the in terms of the sound itself, like how like how disjointed it was, and I was just was but like, yo, I like it because it was not stealing. like, um, let's say, 
let's say uh, Reasonable Doubt, for example. Reasonable Doubt was built with a feel. For you to feel this way at the beginning, we can't knock the hustle. You got know what I'm saying? Like, you once you get into in, in there, first for Reasonable Doubt, it's like, all right, we had a reason to doubt, but doubt, but I mean, this nigga is fucking nice. You get what I'm saying? With Yeezus, he's actually at the point where I feel like that was the point in his career where it was um, more of it was all it was. You guys it, aren't gonna give me my respect. Yeah, it was all or nothing <laughs> at that point. It was all or nothing at that oh, point because he I was mean, trying I, reasonable doubt. Yeah, that it was all or nothing at that point. Yeah, because yeah, they were. They were so, it was, yeah, he was what? Like, he was twenty nine, twenty eight. I'm not really sure how old the dude was at the time, but um, yeah, he was like twenty eight, yeah. twenty nine, like which which is late thirties. Now there's motherfuckers getting signed and they seventeen years old, and half their songs is about exactly. selling drugs and guns, or doing drugs. And or well, yeah, well, guns. wait, I, 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 I forgot. It's, it's a new generation. They're doing drugs. Hey, They're not selling them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's new school. Yeah, this new school shit is ass as a motherfucker, man. And I can't. Sure, I, I, I'm gonna I'm be one of the first people to say, you know, I, yeah, I like the drinking, I like the perks, I like the zans and shit. But am I gonna market that? Like, is that is that gonna be my go to nah. route? No, nah, like new generation though is this this new generation is on some like, yo, this is what's cool. Let's go sip lean. Yeah, like look. Hey, yeah, let's go shit. slip lean at every party. Yo, man. You know what I mean? Like, that's I'll be, all I'll be, I hear. I'll, 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 be, I'll be telling niggas, like, you, you want to talk all that shit about sipping lean? Don't look at Gucci Man right now. Look at Gucci Man before, and you understand why that nigga need to change his life. That nigga man, y'all look, talking about, you, you that saying nigga, Gucci Man, look at Pimp C. Uh, I already said, I think that shit is, like, really debated as to how that nigga died. I don't think he died by no damn scissor overdose. He stopped doing that shit so long ago. So it's yeah, just, but school, yo, Schoolboy Q said the same thing. Yeah, Schoolboy Q has Schoolboy Schoolboy had Schoolboy Q. Yeah, Schoolboy Q had an interview. I believe it was on Hot ninety seven as well, where he was on. Uh, said how he almost died off of sipping lean because he has the asthma one. And his yeah, it started. Yeah, I mean, his asthma started acting up, but he was already sipping lean. So what can he do about that? The the the, the reaction from the asthma attack and the lean was about to give him a stroke. He could have died to death. Yeah. So you know these people fucking wild with that lean shit, and you know people, you know this, this drug culture shit is just ass, man. People loving this shit, and I'm just like, you know, that's why I can't fuck with all, all the music that's coming out right now. That's why you gotta support the good shit when it comes out. Yo, man, we're going to get off of that. And, you know, we're going to get into act number two. The first joint of the episode comes from Cheech Ortiz, and this joint is called Front Page. You can see the video on YouTube. And you heard this track here on the Indie Gold Podcast. Jersey. I, I just want to make sure that my daughter's straight I ain't leave this dude for like two days My girl complain I can't get complacent till I'm on back Nothing less than front page If they kill me now, I'm on the front page They call me creeping now, that's on the front page Put my gross on the front page 
ain't tryna read, bitch, I'm tryna get paid Been the hottest out my city for a long time I made it out, going back, that's a long ride Open your third eye, we wanna die to glorify your more times Bitch, I'm blowing up like Molotov Yeah, do it for the squad and my brothers Yeah, do it for my sisters and my mother Tell my girl she would never find another Make it to the top and go and blow a hole through the motherfucker All my niggas come for nothing, yeah, bitch Now I put jersey on like J.R. Smith I got the bitch jumping like, why you flinch? I work so hard, I should hire you to roll my zip Confident in vain, these niggas ain't the same Y'all need to stay in your lane, on lock or rain I rain that stain, the crown, the main, the game I beat it if you complain, even do this shit again Whole washed up detox, ain't never drop it Y'all ain't leave me an option, their ways full of this nonsense Fell in love with the trap when I should've went to college Growing loud, working on my freaking fly mileage you, you so local, we don't know you Why should I fight when I get money provoke you On point like hair on Goku Ain't got no bills, you so Roku So don't chant to tantics, I will smoke you Whoa, I made it happen, this shit happening Now them hating niggas really wanna clap at him Why they mad at him? I fuck so many of these niggas, bitches My gallery look like the fapping and Ain't got a favorite rapper All of them niggas suck, I got a rack Let's call smack, really see what's up What? Who down to get fucked up? Smack you with a thousand pounds of force And leave your ass crunched up Look for dirty jersey with grands going for 30 They wanna merc me, they hurt me They come in hurry, don't scurry I just load up, uh, I roll up All about that bread and queso like cocas Need me a white jungle credit with No one infatuated with grinding, nigga, there's no love It's for everyone that told me, yo, you wouldn't make it I'm here now and never get dick, bitch, so taste it We're back on the Indie Gold Podcast, um, episode 22. Oh, wait a second. Nigga, that's 24. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was waiting for whatever, like, in the background. Stop talking. I'm hearing things. All right. Yeah, you know. All right. We're back on the Indie Gold Podcast, and on episode 22, we had Heavy Bags as a guest on the show. And there's some people don't know, you know, during this week, uh, you know, there was some comments that were posted on his uh, on his Facebook account. And, you know, we're going to have Caesar, you know, weigh in on this epi- on, a, on that issue next episode. And we're going to have Cliff Poe as a guest on the, on next episode as well. Uh, you know, there was some comments. There was, there was some comments uh, he posted on the um, – on Facebook, on the lines, he pretty much said, uh, and this is alleged, this is alleged for now. And he said, what it said was that, you know, fuck black power. And if you really want to do something, people are not saying nothing about shit. How about y'all go into law enforcement and go and kill white people? And something on the lines of like, I'm oppressed and I'm, I'm in the rap industry and I'm oppressed and this and that. And I'm going to tell you some real shit. I hit up, I hit up Caesar because Caesar is like Bag's best friend, something like that. And I fifteen so minutes I, of fame I, shit. Yeah, it's fifteen minutes of fame shit. You know how how that whole shit goes. And I asked, I told watch I, I I told Caesar that up. I'm like, yo, what the fuck going on here, yo? Like, what the hell is he going on and on about? And I was just like, yo, man, like he he pro- like. We put a lot of we put a lot of situations in, in order in this whole situation. We said like you know maybe you know 
he found out he was getting his foot amputated and he just started to be emotional. Maybe like, you know, and you know, one thing I always feel, but um, one thing I've always said, I feel that it sucks to be white and love hip hop and get positions within an organization, within, you know, this genre of music in the business. And a lot of people will hate you for being white and in that position because they want to be in that position that you're in. And I think if you go back to the episode we had with him, we pretty, he pretty much said he wasn't really prepared mentally for the pressure of like, you know, being known a lot more and for now being that, heavy bags. Yeah. You know, he wasn't really mentally prepared for being, you know, known, <laughs> known like the way he is now. And this kind of, this, if, you know, if this, if he really like posted that shit, this kind of showed, you know, at the end of the day, you can't say things like that. And a part, and a part of me feels like this. I know the guy ain't racist. Not at all. You know, I, I, I personally see, all right, since we talking about heavy bags, there's a history between me and heavy as far as me, not, not between me and heavy. But um, my big bro, Tess, you know what I mean? Rest in peace, Tess, you know what I mean? I would not know who Heavy Bags was, but on Heavy Bags TV on his channel, if you scroll down to, I mean, uh, a little, some early some earlier videos, my boy Tess got a freestyle on that. Okay, him yeah. and Heavy Bags was real cool. Like, they was, like, that was really his mans. Tess always wanted me, to, always wanted me to meet Heavy. Always wanted heavy to get me in the studio and shit like that, you know what I mean? But unfortunately, you know what I mean, life takes its toll on you know what I mean, and, and, and it's time. It's your time and it's your time. But heavy bags, me personally, whenever I've been around heavy, it's always been love. Yeah. Around anybody, black, white, Chinese, don't matter who the fuck you are. We had, let me see. Um, I was working at Fifteen Minutes of Fame for like for a little bit. You know, helping lots of with the uh with the uh with the radio with the leveling and shit. And um Heavy was cool. We had uh we had Clove. I don't know if you know you know Clove from Newark. Oh uh, no no no. Don't know no much well, of everybody. Yeah, well Clove came by to the show, he had an interview that night. And it was a real good show and of like how you gonna be? In, you can't be in this hip hop industry and be a racist and be hate black people or some shit yeah. like that. It, like, it, it doesn't work that way. I, you're, I, you're, I'm I'm just seeing all the comments on fucking Twitter and, and on Facebook, and I'm just sitting here like, yo, these niggas waited for this man to fuck up. Like, yeah, they, but one they thing, see, see, one thing I can say though is the last. All right, I follow, I have him on all social media. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have him on Twitter, and his Twitter, his tweet, his tweets don't link into his Facebook. No, he's not one of those. You know what I mean? He doesn't have it set up that way. No. So what he tweets on Twitter is a little, some little wild shit sometimes. So around yeah. the time where that was posted, and the days that that was posted, it was around the time where I seen on his um on his Twitter where he had tweeted, "I'm about to try my first Zanny." Wait, what? This is what I'm going. This is what I'm going. I'm going off for the social media. I ain't trying to throw heavy dick in the dirt and anything, but you know what I mean. On Twitter, he had posted this. I'm about to try my first Zanny bar. 
Okay. So, if anybody, you know what I mean, anybody that, 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 that's ever been through that, everybody that parties, do whatever they do, try to follow future, try to do whatever they do. You know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what you do. I don't know the reason why they do it. But if you ever try Xanax, you know what I mean, you know, you're not going to remember shit the next morning. Oh, God. You're going to go about shit. You're going to sleep. It's going to put you to sleep. But before you go to sleep, or before you wake up, because you're not going to remember going to sleep, depending on how much you do. You're, you're gonna you're gonna do some fuck shit. Oh God. So I can blame the Xanax to an extent where somebody had probably upset him, and that's how he resolved his issue. Which I I feel is a terrible way to go about. It. Don't go online and say what the fuck you're gonna say online and nah say that to somebody that that that's you can confide with and whatever the fuck. Yeah, keep shit like that. But you, you keep you, that shit off the internet. It's like it's like when you're drunk, bro. Like you you know you know those drunk motherfuckers that don't know you at the club that still come up to you and y'all y'all end up being best friends by the end of the night type shit. <laughs> I don't know about all that. I, I don't like nobody that much. <laughs> oh, see, see. I've I been I've been in those positions where I read I meet a whole random motherfucker. I'm like, yo, I got the vip. Come, you know what I mean, come to the vip. You know what I mean, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know who the fuck you are, but you cool as hell. Come to the vet. So when you was trying to say, like, you know, when you talk about the Zanny Ball thing, was that like during the time that the whole happened? controversy was going on? It was yeah. around that time, yes. It was around the time period where a few people was commenting on his post, oh his shit is hacked. Can't y'all see his pictures all black? It's not him no more. Yeah. You know, so it it was it, it was around that time period. Wow. So maybe may, maybe it could have been the drug did a certain effect to him and no no well you can't say the drug made him like type the whole entire status to what the fuck he wrote like that's crazy See, exactly that and that and that's one thing I don't want to say that I don't want to justify it in that reason no we don't want to justify that we really I like you know one thing I did see I saw the part where he, like I was looking through the comments and this nigga was like. Asking for fucking five dollars for PayPal so they can get the proof. And a part of me really feels like this. Everybody's asking for the damn proof and all it's like, oh, if your shit was really hacked and whatever, whatever. And I was just like, nigga, that nigga don't owe you a goddamn thing. And that's fact. And a lot of y'all motherfuckers you know, he don't owe you a damn thing. Like, and they y'all y'all tune into him. Y'all can y'all have the power to not tune into him. If y'all felt he said something that y'all didn't like. Then y'all can just let you actually let him be, and y'all go about y'all lives. But y'all ask y'all trying to be a part of something. Y'all trying to want to bring a nigga down, and you know I'll be upset. Who like you know says thinks he is innocent, and he's not. I'd be very mad because that'll fuck up my reputation. That'll fuck up a lot of other people's reputation. That you know that that anybody who's who has his back right now, and like you know everybody like saying who. You know, people who really know the man saying like you know he's not racist and all that other shit and you know i never felt that he was racist towards me you know i met him once and you know he's not showing nothing but love to me and nothing but love to the people that i've worked with you know so it's not like it's just doesn't it doesn't make any sense it's and, not adding you know, up people, you know what i mean it's, it's not making any sense and a lot of people who are mad as hell and going off I don't think that they, they never were really his friends. And some of the people who are like battle rappers and got like 20 followers on fucking Twitter and shit and got failed battle rap careers chiming in on the situation, talking about, oh, he's a white supremacist. 
he's all this and all that. I'm just sitting here like. I mean, I, I, I would I would understand why they would feel that way because he went from, you know, Norbs being on the show with the whole URL movement to an entire king of the dot wave where it's, I mean, no offense, but it's an entire white crowd. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm not into battle rap see, like that. That's the thing about see, it. I'm, I, I'm, I'm into battle rap. So I can go and say, like, Heavy went from, like, when Street Star Norbs was with him, you know what I mean? I don't know if him and Norbs is still cool or whatever the case may be. Uh, but I've heard, I've heard like, stories. Last, of, last no. thing I heard about Norbs was him getting punched in the face, so you can't be around that battle rap culture and be pussy anyway, so. Yeah. You know I mean, nah. long story short. Yeah, yeah, you you know how that goes. Like you can't you can't be pushing and be a part of the battle rap culture. But you know what? If like I know there's no excuse. If if this was the issue, I could see one one thing. Being white in a black dominated, you know, genre and a black dominated like uh business, a lot of people feel like when white people get attached to in, in like authority position or they have something in media and something like that. They like to call them culture vultures. They like to call them all types of other things. No one that's not black can love the culture and want to work in it without people trying to throw these labels around. And a lot of these people I feel I've been seeing that then like discrediting the person, discrediting heavy is like, I think they want to be like him. I think they want to be in his position. And they're mad that that man worked his ass off to be in the position that he ended up being in. And I felt like with all the shit that was going to happen with Heavy right now, with him having a, a, a fucking a, a show on fucking Adult Swim, having his own shit going on, that he's going to come back and bring back Heavy Bags Radio very soon. It made no sense. It, the whole thing has made no sense. Why would you throw all of that away just for your anger towards your treatment within this business that you know is going to have that type of shit going on. I mean, heavy, heavy, heavy did. That's one thing. Heavy didn't do. He's heavy bags isn't heavy bags because of fifteen minutes of fame. He's heavy bags because of heavy bags. He worked to be in his position from working in the basement. You get what I'm saying? I, re- I remember right. um, there, there was this big flood. Tess was supposed like I said, my homie Tess and, and, and Heavy was really cool. You know what I'm saying? Tess was supposed to bring me to the studio, but Heavy's, um, Heavy's basement got flooded wherever he was working out of at that time. So up, everything got fucked up. So we couldn't work. But Heavy's one of those motherfuckers that he did what he had to do to Fuck it then. After that, oh, all right, this one's closed. Well, fuck it. I'm getting another store. Like, right. type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, have that, like I respect Heavy to the fullest. So, um, I, stand by, I stand by Heavy. I stand by his hacked accusations. And until, I mean, innocent until proven guilty, bro. It's the United States. Yeah. You know how that go. Yeah, you know, um, Rap Grid ended up firing Heavy Bags and, um, you know, you know, me me and Caesar had like little conversations about it. We were, like saying, you know why they probably did because they didn't want to like, you know, deal with the fact that they probably were losing subscribers and all types of other shit and people were giving them pressure. 
And due to that pressure, they got rid of him. And that's, you know, that makes sense business-wise. But that makes that makes Bags look even more guilty. If, you know... Because he lost his he lost his position. Yeah, exactly. So it makes him look even more guilty. So I did send I sent I sent Bags a text this morning. I told him like, look, man, don't. I told him pretty much, you know what, man, like you don't know, dust yourself off. I'm like, you know, you going get yourself healthy because man's not healthy. You know, he's he's not healthy. And all right, I had I I, I had I got some dirty laundry. I do need to air out. About the bag situation, remember yeah. you contacted me about the whole rap grid. Yeah, um, bags wanted to speak to me about the interview or and, and the freestyle and everything. So I go out my way. I write some new verses, three, four new verses for bags, just to you know what I mean. Picking tools that way he want. You know what I mean what he want to use. Long story short, never happened. Haven't yeah, got a response happened. for him, and. He was in and out of the, in and out of the country, in and out of like the hospital, like crazy. And hey, bro, just... he, he, you you live a block away from me, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we could have did this shit in the front yard. I, don't, I mean, it don't gotta be nothing special. But as far as that, that's 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 my personal. You know what I'm saying? That's my personal issue. Yeah. Now, like, I'm not I'm not gonna go justified and say, well, he had that personal issue with me, probably due to the fact that. How his race and his 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 little supremacy might be, <laughs> if he's even that like like, not, like like how every like like how everybody's to trying to label him. Yeah, that has nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Like like that like I I can I can I can put those I can, you know you know how people say I can put one and one together like that could be that they, 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 they could twist the whole tire shit into something that's not really what it is. But exactly, um, but that, I feel I like personally. I personally like Bags. You get what I'm saying. I like him as a person, his 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 career. I've seen it. I've seen him be fucking Kevin Heavy Bags Frandy to going to Heavy Bags. Exactly. I've seen it go mm-hmm. from Kevin to Heavy Bags, like, in 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 a real short amount of time. So you that's know, he- who you have to respect. You have like I I personally have a lot of respect for Heavy Bags and who he is and. You know- Transitioning from just being Kevin. Yeah, and you know what? You know if it come if he does come out and he does show that uh, the proof that these are uh, these um accusations that these are uh, you know these um fucking posts that he had on 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 sound on not SoundCloud on Facebook were in fact were hacked. That would be a great thing, and um. I was just mad as hell because there was like, you know, I was looking through the comments and I'm seeing like who supported him, who didn't support him. People were like saying like, oh, the show, the show was the own, show was the own proof. And he was, there was something showing, like, he would like tweet him back saying like, I'm going to wait until I do a blog post and I'm going to write a whole entire blog post about it. And I'm going to make money off of this. And I had to look at that shit like, who the fuck is advising this nigga? This is yeah. a dumb thing to do. This is this is a dumb thing to do. I was hitting up Caesar. I was hitting up Caesar like nigga. Is he who is advising this nigga? You know. You know what it is though. He needs somebody that's not with him because of the business to speak to him. He like a lot. I feel like a lot of relations that he's having that he's having now 
is not the people that was with him when he was just starting up at 15 Minutes of Fame. He just got the heavy bag show. Yeah. When he was just regular, or just a regular motherfucker, just doing regular interviews. When uh, Sue Surf had his first interview over there. Right after that, Sir, uh, Bags complained, hey, Surf didn't tweet not one thing that he was over there. But now he running a surf and it's, oh, this is my brother Surf. Exactly. And the yeah, love man. wasn't the, the, the love wasn't there genuinely because of the business. Shit, man. But Joe, we're gonna get away with this, you know, at the end of the day, man, like I hope Heavy Bags is um gonna like come out, he's gonna say He's gonna put the proof out there. He's gonna do whatever. I don't know what he's gonna do, or he's gonna. I wish him the best. I wish him the best. I, I want him. I want. I want. This, I want him to go back the way he does best. I don't want him to say. He, he's saying that he's no longer gonna do battle rap again, which I was like, you know what? Judging by the post that was alleged, he could have wrote that because at the end when he started like I'm oppressed in this industry that I'm in. And I like I already said, like, you know, he's a white man in a position that a black person wants to be in because that's that's a black man's culture. And they hate the fact that a yeah. white man's in that culture. And he's making all these moves and that he's getting all this money, he's getting all this shit going on for him. A lot of those people who are shitting on him right now want his position. They wanted him to fuck up. They, we, they wanted him to show his ass. And like I said, I hope, you know what, he, he does bounce back from this. I know he's not racist, but he's known to make some decisions that are not smart sometimes. And he, I like mean, I said, a, lot, a, lot, a, lot of his, a lot of his Twitter posts are things that me personally, I would have tweeted, but I would have hashtagged ego tripping because it's like... That's my persona. You get what I'm saying? As far as heavy, that's not his person. Like heavy is a real genuine dude. You know what I mean? He 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 a real dude. Like so. As far as like, um the whole going out his way to say certain things on his statuses, write certain posts about oh uh, I like Ian Black Booty or whatever the fuck he posted that first. Yeah, that that the first like, one that he posted. That, that was hacked. <laughs> That was hacked. I was like, really? Yeah, I, I was like, wait, this this nigga is. I mean, I, I put I put the fucking emojis on there. You know what I mean? So and, and then there was when a it, part where you said like I was gonna ruin. Like there was a part when it said that I was gonna. I was. Like, I told you, nigga, I was gonna ruin your life. So I I do hope. I really fucking hope that that whole shit is on. Um, that whole shit was hacked, man. Cause. He he, a good dude, and I know a lot of you know Imhotep niggas hate the fact that we that a black person like myself is trying to defend this nigga. But at the end of the day, I haven't been through an issue where this man has ever disrespected me. So it is what it is. There it is, man. So, hey, man. Yeah, nah, but I feel like like heavy yo, heavy got a lot of potential, man. And honestly, as far as Jersey wise. He's one of the most respected, I mean, bloggers, uh, videographer, video bloggers in, in, in Jersey, period. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
The Indie Gold Podcast is on Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. And we really need to get those subscribers up, man. And not only that, y'all need to rate and comment. We need y'all to be doing all that shit. We need to be on these damn, um, you know, these uh, these top lists and shit like that. We need to be um, we need to be a little bit known these days, man. Like, cause you know, SoundCloud like the fuck up the indie movement and shit that we have going on and like that. And you know what, me and um, Teaser, we on the we on this path for next year in August. Hopefully, we will be a part of the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. So, you know, hopefully we'll be there as performers or we might be just there as people who are attending. You know, you may never know. We're trying to make this whole Indigo movement go far and wide. It's giving, up, giving you nothing but great opinions on shit that we do in the community, shit that we, we talk, shit that's going on in the world, shit that's going on in hip-hop. And we give y'all a taste of what's going on underground in hip hop these days, man. So I want y'all to understand this, man. What we do with Indie Gold Podcast, we're trying to make this shit go to the next level. And thank you for all the supporters that fuck with us. And we are going back to the show. So, yo, we're back on the 24th episode of the Indie Gold Podcast. And we got Cheech Ortiz, man. Ortiz. Yeah, man. Like, yo, man. Like, for all the people who don't know, man, like, what? What 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 name what made you made you Cheech Ortiz man like I know Cheech ain't your real name ah <laughs> uh, yeah yeah Cheech ain't my real name you feel me but all right that's what had happened right so <laughs> say okay so like, boom <laughs> yeah all right so boom like uh <laughs> you feel me nah yeah I mean I was on bro Spliff like as you can see I mean the name Spliff alone you know what I mean it was every day like niggas was smoking exactly exotics we had i mean every single day we were smoking some fire shit yeah yeah came to the point that it was like yo your name is spliff like damn i can't i can't just go by loso loso all the time because we already have a king los and we have fabulous you know what i'm saying right let me be cheat ortiz my real last name is ortiz word, and word. i smoke so goddamn much it's like you you from Exactly. Yeah, I'm just the new age. You know, they want one. It's I give them another 15 years before their time is up. But you know, what I mean, we we gonna need the name to live on. Yeah, yeah, man. So, man, what what got you into like rapping? Like, what made you want to do this shit? I originally, I'm gonna keep it a hundred, right? So, I've always been a fan of rap. Always been a fan of rap music. You know what I mean? As far as you know what I mean, I was born in '93, so. I came up like when I got you, older. You, you, you a young nigga, yo? What the fuck? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm real young. I'm real young. I'm, I'm 23. You feel me? So I was born yeah, in '93, and came up, of course, listening to the Bigs, the Pox. You know what I mean? Lost Boys, fucking, just all along that line. You know what I mean? Fucking Onyx. I, I, I came up. I came up listening to certain different shit. You know what I mean? But ever inspired me to really ever pick up my pen I was nine years old was 50 when Wankster came out. Just because, it's, it's not about what he portrayed in the video, what he said songs. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. It was a fact. It was just being in this song. It's 50, a.k.a. Ferrari. Yeah, that's 50. You feel me? Break it down like that right there. I was like, "Ooh, all right." So this nigga getting money. He talking about the he talking about the foreigns. 
I mean, now, now he's showing how, like, like when you listen to the music, he's talking about he really had to struggle or he did this or he had to do that. Performance, like, I was nine years old. I'm like, shit, it's six kids in this motherfucking apartment. We got a one bedroom. Word. I'm going to make this out. Like, I got to make, I got to change something. Damn. That's so, you know what I mean? Man. So, I did, yeah, so I did what I, I mean, now I, well, I can't say I did what I had to do, but what I had to do. I know everybody, of course, everybody in my family is older now. They they got their own lives, jobs and shit, but they never seen this, the greenest side of the grass, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, where, where, are you, where are you actually, where are you from? You Are you originally from Bayonne? I was born in Jersey City. I moved to Bayonne in like sixth grade, seventh grade, Is around there, something like that. So, so what was your life like growing up, man? I um, I'm gonna put it short to you. You feel me? It was on my mom. You know what I mean? Uh, at first it was my mom and my stepdad. Well, her husband at the time, whatever the case may be, whatever y'all want to call him now. But um, he was mostly he's still around now to this day. You know what I mean? That's 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 why I call dad. You know what I mean? That's that's my pops. You feel me? Real nigga shit. But um, as far as my dad, it was more of. Like, I told I was, what, seven years old? Yeah, around seven years old. That's when they told me that was my dad. At first, they introduced that nigga as my uncle, you feel me? So it was one of those broken homes, no FEMA type of situations. You know what I mean? It was real broken home shit. Um, not, I mean, not knowing, not, not being too aware of shit. I was in apartments, moving from here to here to here to here. My mom had five kids at the time. So you know what I mean? There was time. There was months we stayed in motels. We stayed at the um Hope House in Jersey. I mean downtown Jersey City. That's a homeless shelter. If everybody, I mean, if y'all don't know, kind of from Jersey and shit, but Hope House and everything. But um, so it was it was it, like we struggled. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I made the most out of everything. And and, and the thing is, with me, I never been a dumb motherfucker. So I always used my brain and and, and just found like. How can I use that to strengthen me other than weaken me? Like, I feel I feel like some people in my family or some people in general, since they already had the hard times, they're like, well, if I get a job for $8.50 an hour, it's better than the three years that I spent being homeless. Is it really? Because I, I know damn well if you could change your life from then, you could change your life from now to be better than that. <laughs> That's a fact. It's a fact, man. You get what I'm saying? Shit, man. Now, you said Tupac changed you. It's like the revolutionary side of, of uh, Tupac changed you, how you view things and stuff like that. Like, how, how did that, like, how, what what type of effect did it really, really have on you? All right. First, I'm going to tell you some real nigga first story. Real niggas. I lost my virginity listening to Tupac. <laughs> my nigga. <laughs> Everybody was fucking into Trey songs. Oh, Kelly, I don't know what y'all do. I be fucking at Tupac. <laughs> like, see, you know me? See, bitches be getting peed on the R. Kelly. I don't know about all that shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't but, know about all that shit. I, I fuck around and pull a pistol on my bitch and be like, listen, you, I nutted already now. Give me the bread. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, chill, 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 yo. 
Damn. Nah, nah, nah. Yo, man. Yo, my, my, my nigga Cheech is savage, yo. You savage. <laughs> nah, but real, 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 real nigga shit, you feel me? What happened was, you know what I mean? The pop around that time. And um, I basically just did them over Discovery. Just, you know, Broken Wings. That's on me. I watched the All Eyes on Me documentaries and shit. I just, I, I basically listened to more of fuck the music because the music could be one thing because at the end of the day, the music is portrayed. You, you have to, some, sometimes you have to be imaginary with the bars. You can't always say the truth because it's, it, um, you know what I mean? You got, you got to make, you got to make your point come, come across somehow, some way, whether you paint a scheme or whether you paint in a picture, whatever the case may be, because you were artists at the end of the day. Yeah, that's true. So you know what I'm saying? With Pac, I feel as though Pac was one of the motherfuckers that was just like, yo, listen to what the fuck I'm saying. Shut the fuck up for once. And I'm going to tell you through and what you can do with yourself if you believe in yourself long enough. Right. You know what I mean? And and, and it was in no matter which way, which way or form, like, how he put it, um, wait, like, like how he was breaking down how it felt to be when he was locked up. There's no inspiration in there. You a broken man. You a broken soul. You don't got you. You don't have what inspires you to do great, to be great, to do great. You know what I mean? You don't have that when you in there. And yeah. I mean, I I've been doing. I mean, going through these charges for, for so goddamn long. A whole bunch of bullshit and shit. Wow. Understand what he's talking about. Right. Being being in a situation where I don't lost friends to gang violence, drug addictions, or just life sentences in general, that shit like that, I've been through that. And and Pac is one of the few artists that actually talks about all three. Having babies at a young at, at a young age where you can't raise them, you don't know what you're expecting. Pac was there to talk about that same shit. Right. What was Biggie telling me? It's all right, so I could play Sega Genesis now that I'm rich and shit, and just force on everybody. Fuck my teachers and shit. That's what that that's what I feel with Big was telling me. You know what I mean? That's why I've always been on the Pac side. I've always fucked with the Pac shit. You know what I mean? West Side, all that shit. You know what I mean? Shit, but I like I don't know, man. That's 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 how I feel. Pac changed my life. Wow. Man. Told me how to uh be more of a man, not. More of a book, book, book smart wise, but from the streets as well. When it's certain, in, in the same fashion, the same respect. Shit, man, that's some real shit. And um, yo, what like what other rappers did you was you like you know a big fan of when you was growing up and you started like doing rap and stuff like that? Hot boys, bro. Hot, hot boys, really? I'm I've got, I'm a big hot boys fan. <laughs> Yo, I can't believe this shit. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a real big Hot Boys fan. I'm a big, I like, I like to this day, I still listen to Move Music One for Joe Budden. You feel me? Wait, 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 wait. Hot Boys. Wait, so you so, said so Hot Boys and, and and Joe Budden. Hot Boys, Joe Budden. I can't just say them. You know what I mean? There was, of course. Jay with the reasonable doubt. Reasonable doubt is so one of my Jay, favorite so, albums of all time. So, so Jay Z. Yeah, you know, I mean, I actually, I, I, I have a consultant agreement with Rock Nation as it is. So what? Yeah, I have a consultant agreement with them. So 
but that but that's more you know what I mean more in the cut type shit. I would I, this is exclusive uh, news to the world right now. Wow. <laughs> shit. Yeah, I got a consulting agreement with Gordo from Rock Nation. Uh, his cousin is Juan Perez, which is Rock Nation Sports president at the moment. You know so, what? That, 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 being that I, I'm so deep in tune to industry, all the shit you just said checks out. Yeah, <laughs> you feel me? So you know who I'm talking about, like yeah, I do. Me, me, yeah, me and Gordo have a consulting agreement. You know, Lyles, which is Trey Song's manager. Put him uh get him a part of the team and um hopefully he's on board soon. So it's a it's a lot of things like that that's going on. Um so uh, but I've been I've I've really been inspired by a lot of like Rockefeller artists like Beanie Siegel to this day is one of my favorite rappers of all time. Word, yo. <laughs> my yo, my artist Niz is a huge motherfucking Beanie Siegel fan, man. Like for real shit, man. But yo, man, this this is big, man. You have a con- like, I don't know. I've never heard of a consultant deal. Like, I've never seen that before. Now, now I'm gonna start giving niggas consulting get deals and shit now. Because <laughs> that shit, that shit sounds very easy to do, man. But that's, you know, that's fucking amazing. For everybody to. Everybody it, it, it wasn't easy to come across because I'm gonna tell you right now, bro. I didn't get that until I released Eagle Tripping. They Word. was doubting me. I like, all right. I'm going to put it like this. The connection I got through them is because my brother-in-law, he owns a gym, and he trains um he trains these Rock Nation up-and-coming boxers, these Chinese guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my um, – yeah, like I, like I was saying, you know what I mean? My brother-in-law, he be training the Rock Nation boxers, Faye Long. We got um Kevin Asmat. He was supposed to get signed to us, uh, the Rock Nation and shit. And – that's mostly how they uh they was listening to me because entrance music. They 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 lack some emphasis, something that relates to them. Who you gonna listen to? You gonna come out walking out the future? <laughs> talking about being talking about being on activism, be like, nigga, you know you're taking drugs tests and shit, right? Yeah, you know, <laughs> you, you you do know after this fight you're gonna have a random drug test for the steroids, right? <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been on some trying to work with them. Let me be uh, for 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 not just your music. I don't just want to be an artist because I want to write scripts. I want to direct films. I want to do all that. You know what I mean? My this this rapping shit to me is like a stepping stone. It's a stepping stone. I can't say that because I love the culture. I can never give it up. This is me. Oh, you know what I'm saying? This well, this it, it, this it, this. It, it's the beginning to the path of what you're gonna end up being in your future. Like this is this is the beginning, and you're gonna like work towards that, work towards an end of it all, and towards the end game. So this is the beginning game. All right, bye. Uh, yeah, like it's it's a real it's a real big stepping stone for 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 me to get to where I need to be. They trying to put me in a box though, you know, because Rock Nation, of course, they got they got good music under them. Yeah. So, Ye's under, you know what I mean? Ye's under that. Designer's under that. Really? Well, Ye, Ye, yeah, Designer's under good music. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, under good music. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he is. What are you talking about? He so, was under Rock Nation. You see, like, huh? <laughs> no, 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 no. He's, yeah, he's under, he's under good music, but for good music, before anything, it comes on, it comes out of Rock Nation. You know what I mean? So, at the end of the day, like, 
Rock Nation, um, Rock Nation basically has been asking, like, hey, you need, I want you to be the next designer. I want you to make this Panda record. I want you to do this. I want you to do that. What? Yeah, like, that's what they've been asking. And I'm like, listen, like, I can contribute a certain, a, a certain type of music, but I'm not going to ever be that, a puppet. That ain't it. Which is what, uh, Puts me in a, in a tough spot with it as, as far as that deal. But end of the day, fuck that. Because at the end of the day, Tito Tees is still going to release Tito Tees' music. As you can We're see, up, ego tripping, typical 23 year old mixtape. Yo, tell me, tell me about ego tripping, man. You, you just dropped that like seven months ago, something like that, man. Well, tell me yeah, about, 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 about six, seven months ago. Ego tripping, honestly, was. Originally entitled Help Wanted. Oh. And what what made Origin- you change to that? Um, I felt it was um it was more of fuck 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 saying that the industry is looking for a job. Oh saying that the industry is fuck 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 saying that the industry is looking rap is looking for rappers trip and let the motherfuckers know, hey, I know even if y'all niggas is hiring or y'all, or y'all not hiring. I need me. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Put it like that. I'm I got bars, I got substance, I got the sex appeal. I ain't LL, but at the end of the day I could be. Yeah, man. You know, you got you got a chance to bring in a new back in a new demographic back into um hip hop because you know the Latino demographic is not the same since Pun passed, man. Like, you know. And yeah. Yeah. And I say that I, I I categorize myself as one of those re like I, I feel like a reincarnation of punk. I'm not even going, like I don't I don't I don't want to downplay it or anything or sugarcoat the situation. I, yeah. I really feel as though I'm the fucking reincarnation of punk. Cause damn, yo, who else is really not out not there not, that, not, that, even, that not even not, not even his own son? Like goddamn. Nah, because his son is living in the shadow and he's trying to be his father. The mm. way that his the, the, the his lyrical context is his father. The way that he raps is his father. Like everything that he's doing is he's trying to be Big Punch's son. You get what I'm saying? Another Puerto Rican rapper. I'm not trying to be Petey Crack. I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be anybody. You get what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be Big Pun. I'm not trying to be Cuban Links. I'm not trying to be Fat Joe. I'm trying to be Tito Ortiz. And that's what you're supposed to be, my nigga. Like, you're not supposed to be the same person that's already been out. Yeah, but I can't say that for half the rappers that's out. I feel you, man. So so what? So what's next for Tito Ortiz, man? Like, um, What's next? I have three projects. I have uh, another three projects for Ego Trippin'. I have Ego Trippin', Red, I got Eagle Tripping Blue, and I got Eagle Tripping Yellow. Oh, so 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 you a Pokemon trainer now? <laughs> yeah, you you know it's something like that. Are you going like? like are, are you going? Are you going to have like some nigga like do some graphic design, and have you looking like Ash from from fucking um Pokemon and shit, and just have you like in a hat and shit? I, I was planning something like that for the blue some, version. Some eight. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some eight bit shit like that. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's what I had planned. You should For do it. Red edition. I just wanted. I just wanted to get the fucking 
Photoshop face on a Charizard. You know what I mean? Nah, don't do that shit, man. I'm selling all these artists right now, yo. Like, when you when it comes down to me wanting to listen to your shit, your cover gotta look dope, man. It gotta look right, man. Cover ass, if you cover ass, then your music ass. So don't so make sure that you cover right because it makes it shows me that you actually putting something behind the music, the product that's gonna be yeah. there. So yo, man, it's great having you. No, go ahead. Say too about these projects. You know, what I mean, like I said, it's three. It's three to be expected within, let's say, late 2016, early 2017. I'll be releasing three these these next three. Before I even announce my album, I'm, I'm going to announce my album now. Actually, my album is my album is called "I Should Have Went to College." <laughs> You're gonna change that name very soon. <laughs> because you really, you're not, and, 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 and no, because in, in, in the world of in, in the United States of America, you know what I'm saying? How they look at it is without an education, you ain't shit. You ain't going to mouth enough, and you ain't going to be enough. I'm not gonna lie, our education system is trash, <laughs> to be honest. Yo, yeah, so I should have went to college, you feel me? It's more of a lot of people downplayed the fact like, yo, why you rapping, blah blah blah. So you got so much competition, this standard third. So it's more of like an oxymoron kind of like throwing it in your face, like, haha, like I should have went to college, right? Look at me now though. Yeah. You feel me? It's, it's more of that. But before I should have went to college even comes, you feel me? I'm, I'm expecting to drop that early 2017. I want to drop on Eagle Tripping. You know what I mean? Deuce, yellow, red, and blue. Right. So you you saying that you're going to be dropping on the Eagle Tripping, all the new ones, just for the rest of this year? For the rest of this year, yeah. So they're going to be expecting some new Cheech or Tease in, for their own 2016. And you're going to have some coming 2017, of course. Yeah, definitely. We got a lot of new Cheech uh, coming with a lot of dope features. I'm trying to branch out, work with a lot of Jersey artists. I, I try to I, I try to just work with Jersey. I like Jersey. I don't, I'm not trying to fight for New York. It ain't worth that much. You know what I mean? Like, I want to fight for Jersey. Word. So what, like, Jersey artists that you, you, you fucking with out here right now, man? Um, I, I really fuck with Louis Yav, you feel me? Shout out Louis. Word. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, know I, I know homie since eighth grade, man. He a cool dude. Yeah, I, I, me and Louis dropped the record like 2010, I believe, 2011. Since yeah. since then, we ain't linked up again, but I'm, I'm hoping I can get Louis on, the, um, on one of these new projects. Uh, I got Drake Carter from he South could, Jersey. Man. Me? So Drake Carter, um, I'm hoping I get Anthrax back on another one because Anthrax has dropped some new shit. And you know what? You know, we're so gonna, we're gonna be playing a joint, the joint off um off Ego tripping with Anthrax on there, man. That joint's fucking fire. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. That that joint profit, man. I love that. That that's one of my favorite records off the jump. That it was like more. I I put in a lot of lyricism into that. You know, it was more lyrical than anything else for me on that. Word, word, man. Like, you know, I, I ain't expect nothing less, man. Um, I had a chance to see your interview on um, 15 Minutes of Fame when you was on Almost Creep Hours and you had the freestyle session, man. Like, you impressed a lot of people in that in that room, and you impressed me too, man. Like, you really dope as fuck, and it's good to see you doing your thing, man. Like, that's what I want to see. I want to see more more Latino rappers coming out. I know I'm black and with all that other shit, but at the end of the day, you know, 
and I, you know, we, you know, hip hop's universal, man. Like, you know, there's a lot of this bullshit going on with, you know, saying like, you know, hip hop's a black sport or it's a black culture, but now it's to a point that everybody loves hip hop. All embed, it all embed into. See, that's that's, that's that's one thing about like I say about this in general. Like, I, I appreciate the whole. Oh yeah, we don't have a lot of Latino rappers or. You know what I mean? Especially just in general, like there's not too many Latinos just dabbling in, in, in English music in general. Uh, you know, so you know actually, it's just, it's, just, it's just not prominent as it used to be. Yeah. And, you know, when we did have that time, when we did have Latino rappers, it was only two that was running the game, and that was Pun and that was Fat Joe. Like, then there was nothing really after that. It has to be and, and nobody followed up. But, um, yeah. like... I kind of don't like being even categorized as a Latino rapper or Latino in general. Mm. Like I'm more of a humanist than anything. Right. So I feel, I feel like the reason racism is even still going on is because we categorize ourselves by black, white, and Hispanic, whatever the case may be. I feel like once we just start labeling ourselves as human, like where, where you from? Well, I'm from Jersey. I'm not Puerto Rican. Fuck my race. Fuck all that. Because at the end of the day, now you're going to judge me upon my race. Oh, ha ha, that's some Puerto Rican shit Puerto Rican people would do. Opposed to, oh no, nah, that's just something that a, that a person would do. You feel me? Yeah, don't have me be, be don't have me around. She said, "Yo, I got a Puerto Rico with me. He gonna stab somebody for me." <laughs> <laughs> you see what you see what see I mean? That shit yeah, like yo, man. It's, it's sometimes this shit ignorance is the motherfucker. But I understand what you mean. Is it like you know? Some people don't feel like yeah, you know, be humanist. Some people are like proud to be their race and everything like that. It's, it's it's different types of main different ways people go about shit, man. But um, you know, it's good that you have a different outlook than everybody else do. Yeah, I just I try to I try to just open my mind, you know. What I mean, keep that third eye open, just as far as just everything. I, I'm I'm real. I, I read a lot, you know. what I mean, I like to read, so I like to just learn more and more and more. And I feel like, and that's one of those things I just been realizing through history is just it, it needs to cease, like. Because we we we're the ones that keep pushing it and pushing it, especially now at the one of the most controversial times in our decade that we've been having is is all lives matter, Black Lives Matter shit. Like, like yeah, all lives matter, but that's in danger right now. Like, there's out there's motherfuckers out here fighting fighting for certain just for polar bears. Like, you feel me? Like, just, so what, what make us wrong for saying Black Lives Matter or whatever? But at the end of the day, I feel like. All that shit needs to cease in general. Like we just yeah. need to just come together as people and just, yo, we human. That's it. Like well, the, the thing of the matter, people. the thing of the matter, what I see when people do the all lives matter thing is that they're trying to be dismissive of the fact that black people are having issues and how they're being perceived in the community and how they're being treated by law enforcement and the justice system. And they always try to say shit like, "How about you get into the into the cop and into the own police? How about you get into the justice system?" But then you're seeing that. When cops stand up for the people vilified by the police and they try to almost nearly destroy their careers. Uh, when you have people who are in the justice system who are judges and stuff like that who are black, they fucking try to disbar them because they try to, you know, systematically put down black people. And they're trying to stop that. So when we're trying to do these little solutions that these people have been trying to, like, you know, tell us, yeah, you should do it that way, but you know, there's systems in place behind the scenes that try to stop it all. When then, what's next? That's yo. That's completely true. I completely agree with that because 
You you take you put you 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 take you can take the same black officer and put him in some sweatpants and some I mean some gores or something, and he gonna look just like a thug. So you gonna you gonna profile him. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, but like I don't man. So it's, it's it's so much politics behind all that shit, yo. It's a lot of politics. That's why I'm like, you know, it is what it is, and like a lot of people want. You know, yeah. If you were like, if you're like a good cop, you should be standing up to all, all the bad cops. I'm like, nigga, like, are That's you gonna help job. that good cop? If you, if you gonna, I know, I understand that, but if you, if that good cop stand up to all the bad cops in the goddamn world, you think you gonna, you gonna sit, you gonna sit behind that cop? You gonna help him out? Like, you gonna make the nigga die for you? That's not how it works. Like, I, a lot of people are afraid of death. That's the thing about it. a lot of people are afraid of death. A lot of yeah. people are afraid of, of, of outrage and what's going to be given to them. And people are afraid of the unknown. Some people don't know what the hell's going to happen to them if they make that stand. See, I've been, so I've been gonna... a victim of police brutality myself. So that's why I feel a certain way about the whole race situation and shit. I got jumped right here by the cops in Bayonne on 25th by the McDonald's. You feel me? I was 15 years old. I heard on Bayonne cops was wilding, nigga. Like, for real talk. Like, yeah. Like, I heard, like... And, and the crazy thing is, the dude is sergeant now, so fuck you, James Wade. Oh, Anyways. shit. Aw, <laughs> oh, damn. You fucking mentioning cop names out in this motherfucker on the motherfucking Andy Gold podcast. Now I'm never gonna go to North. I mean, I'm not never gonna go to Bayonne. <laughs> I'm never gonna go to Bayonne, because now he's like, yeah, you sound like Mr. B off the Indy Gold podcast. Get that nigga. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> we hey, man, I, f- I feel no way about that, man. Nah, I know, man. I, 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 bro, man, I feel you, man. Like, look, man. Fuck, fuck all the fuck all these men, these fucking um, crooked cops, man. Let's let's like put their names out there so that people can know who the hell not to trust out here. You know how this shit goes, man. Exactly. Shit, man. So, yo, man, what do you want the world to know about Chicho Tees and and what you got coming and. Yo, and also plugging your, your social media, my G. All right, well, Facebook, I mean, Cheetor Tees, Twitter, Instagram, Cheetor Tees with two Zs. Same thing as my Snapchat, Cheetor Tees with two Zs. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of, a lot, yeah, honestly, I just want y'all to know, like, I got a lot, I got a lot of music ready. Word. I got, I, it's not that I'm not working, I'm always working. Always working, always writing, always networking, I'm always doing something. It's just Word. the proper time to release the music. You know what I mean? And I want I want the fans to be happy of where the music is released and I want it to be accessible like we spoke about earlier upon the whole Spotify, iTunes thing and everything. I want my music to be accessible to everybody when y'all get it. And when y'all get it, Yo, I guarantee uh, y'all gonna love that. And uh, what's going on? You got any performances coming up or anything like that? Um, I got a battle October 8th. Work, you be- nigga. You, I didn't know you battling out here, man. We got now we got to talk. Now we got another dimension to this motherfucking shit, man. You battling now? Yeah, I got a battle October eighth. Yeah, I bet. I mean, I, I always battled. I battled. You know I mean, coming up, you do a rap. I'm, I'm an MC. I'm not. I'm not no hip hop artist. I'm an MC. So you know, in the culture yeah. of the MC, you gotta. You know I mean, somebody you gotta try to step in your culture. Rap. Word. So do you? So, exactly. So, 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 now you just an MC. I was about. To, I was about to ask if you break dance or something like that since you went to the whole field of hip hop. I used to dance, bro. Oh, shit. Damn, yo. This nigga a multi. Yo, this nigga a star, yo. <laughs> I, I, I used to dance. You feel me? I rap in Spanish too. Like. Oh, shit. Yo. Oh, but. Yo, this, yo, this nigga Cheech Ortiz is the real deal, yo. <laughs> I'm, yo I'm, trying, I'm, trying, I'm trying to showcase a whole nother world. You know what I mean? You don't gotta, you, we don't got to follow suit just because we millennials. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know we millennials, nigga. I'm like we ain't that. Well, 
Nah. I'm a, I'm, I'm <laughs> nah, a millennial. I'm 23. Oh, shit. I'm 80s, baby. <laughs> shit. I'm, I was born in 93. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, man, so, but um, I try I try to keep the culture alive. Basically, like I said, I got the battle on the eighth, uh, with battle in the garden. It's a jersey. It's a jersey based uh battle league. Word. Um, that's that's gonna be going down at Rutgers, New Brunswick. Oh damn! I was gonna say I might have to come out if it's a Jersey City based shit. I need to say Rutgers, New Brunswick. Like, ah, I can't get there. But um, <laughs> but yeah, yo, um, if you ever want to do some some rap shit, you know, you want. Like you know, do some performances with your music, man. I'm a part of this, uh, you know, this crew called um with the Breaker Leg um faction and shit. And um, we got like you know showcases coming up, starting probably in the fall. And if you want to get down with that, man, you know, you know, you can always hit me up. Man, I'm always down to perform. Actually, talking about that too. Like I said, October 8th, I got the battle. October 16th, we got a um, I got a show in uh in Short Hills. Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, so um, it's gonna be we we the only rap act that's gonna be there. It's gonna be me and Split Santana. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you ever heard of Split Santana. I actually, yeah. I actually do. Yes, you a friend of mine on um on Facebook. Not a friend of mine, but he's a friend of mine on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know, what I mean, me and Split, we go way back rapping. You know what I mean, since two thousand and ten, two thousand nine together. We I met. I, we first linked up in military school, so. Wait, yeah, I mean, went, we, wait, military school? Yeah, I went to Damn. military school. That's yo, how I graduated like, high school, man. You're like getting ready to close out this interview, but you keep telling me all these fucking tributes. It's like, yo, you got a lot of shit. You've, had, you've been through a lot of shit, man. Like, through... You went through military school? Yeah, man. Six months down four dicks. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was on. Wow, man. It was hell, but... <laughs> you feel me? You, oh, got, you gotta eat it. It's, it's better than going to the youth house over there. You know what I mean? Assaults and officer charge. So I'll take that anyway. Oh, day. shit. Shit, man, it's a fact. But yo, Cheech, man, thank you for being a part of the episode and filling in for the homie uh Fast Caesar. I know he's he feeling much better right now because uh we recorded this episode like three like for like the last three days. And uh <laughs> made sure that he took his plot the nose and ginger fucking um remedy <laughs> and shit. So you so far. <laughs> so, so my nigga's doing fine around here. Yeah, he had the ginger ale with the Vicks. Uh, no, my nigga, he had to get the vapor rub. Then he fucking like rubbed like um sushi ginger on his chin. You know? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh man! But yo, man, yo, you got to come back. <laughs> no, yeah, he'll be back next week. We're gonna have Cliff Cole on the show because we got to continue this. Uh, this heavy bags dialogue being that there's some new development that I got throughout this entire week. And, um, yeah, man. So, yo, we plug in your own, we plug your social media again, man. Cheat Tortiz with two Z's. That's on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Tease, I'm more than, and- I'm more than fucking willing to be friends with y'all on Facebook. Y'all support the music. I support whatever you do. You support me. I support you. Whether it's art, whether it's dancing, whether it's photography, videography, anything. Just show me love, and I'll definitely get the same support to everybody. And that's a fact, man. And we're going to close out this episode with Cheech Ortiz featuring Anthrax, and this joint is called Profit. And we'll see you next time on the Indie Gold Podcast. Peace and love.
the Lord and he bless me Got some mics for like Gretzky Bitches on my way, got them feeling like a Jesse Hey, nigga, come and test me I've been on my grind, hit a brain, I'm a stabby But it ain't real, it's a Bad bitches wanna give in girls with my picky love I ain't real, it's a Money on my mind, heard it hating, I ain't worried Never scurry, 30 for 30, like two step for curries hurry. Find out where he buried, then take a piss in the cemetery no bars, it's commissary hot like sweatpants in the middle of doom. Turn grapes to a prune, fuck a base, I'm driving the doom. OG, I'm still trying to be doomed. Black out like when the sun goes across the moon. Did y'all catch up yet? Yeah, Highs war, couldn't catch it yet. I'm sick, dog, did y'all call that vet? Do a show with them and kill that yo damn set. For the Franklin's nigga, I show no respect. Top position, though, the compliments. All my niggas riding this shit, give you bitches D like 06 pisses. Carry big guns, so it might look like I'm limping. Snatch up your son if you think that I'm kidding. With all my pictures of vicious, malicious description If I cannot make this man, the cops might just listen I got a 40, that's some good damn vision They locked me up, was blaming all of my pigment Break, break down, Dutchess on your new mixtape These rappers sweet, if we battled, I catch a damn too fake Free up, move it like water, boy, that Bobby Boucher Crack me a chorus, fuck the Doucet Look, I thank the Lord that he blessed me Custom mics feel like Gretzky Bitches on my way, got them feeling like a Jesky Hey, nigga, come and test me I've been on my grind, hit a brain, I'm a stabby But it ain't real, it's a Bad bitches wanna give in girls with my pick and love Used to rock keys like Creed, get the dairy that's cheese Nowadays, having friends is just another mouth to feed You can't benefit yourself, how you gon' benefit me? I really got bitches, you the hoes is tears These days you can't help, you see what happened with Scar Instagram selfie niggas started acting like bros Drew on this holiday, bitch, I'll pull your car And it's cause I really rap, you just want some awards You, you never heard of like a Utah fan My whole squad push weight, bitch, for you hard grams I really bore you in the stands Got another in the cut at the jam Damn Cool, non-fictional, bomb with this and no killer pieces, all ritual, uh No Uber, keep my shooters on bikes, young bulls with the shit that's ready to do life Look my daughter in the eyes, told her that I never leave Any nigga try to change the drop of V and let it squeeze Cause trick the egg and sex, money and weapons, never had no fingers for blessings I, I, I take pesos in your road, not mine, it's your hoes Getting rich is my goal, got the juice like Hugo Y'all niggas is Bruno's, rap skills is cool low Only push that Budo, always hustling Dudo Look up, thank the Lord that he blessed me Custom mice feel like Gretzky Bitches on my way, got them feeling like a Jesky Hey, nigga, come and test me I've been on my grind, hit a brain, I'm a stabby But I ain't real, it's a Bad bitches wanna give me guns, my people love I look up to the Lord cause he bless me I won't let these whole niggas stress me I know these fuck boys wanna wet me Well I ain't worried about it, come and test me Cause that Thule hold 30, whole that shit sturdy Slugs hit his chest, turn that shit into a jersey Body on a hammer, now we riding around dirty Hit poppy up cause I'ma need a price on them birdies You heard me? I spend money cause I make a lot Never trap while I sleep, that'll make it hot My bitch real and she low, you can't take a spot Any sign of disrespect, I shake a block I'm so high, I'm in the cockpit Eating at the table with them chopsticks We don't know karate, but we chop bricks Everything we doing is for profit The cars and the hoes, yeah, we got that The nines and the foes, yeah, we pop that That farting that y'all doing, need to stop that Talking all that money, where you guap that? I ride through and do the dash Fuck, make it rain, nigga, I'ma make a splash I know you niggas hating on me, hoping that I crash So I'ma make them mad and keep showing my ass Bitches on my way, got them feeling like a Jesky. Hey, nigga, come and test me.